Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 294. We're back from all the Thanksgiving, Black Friday escapades, all the goings on there. So we, we'll talk about some of the stuff with Black Friday and any, anything we managed to, to pick up there. But got everyone together. Click is not feeling well, actually, so, so she won't be on tonight. But do you have just about everyone else actually here? Let's see. Starting just from left to Nate, yeah. Nate's right there. I see him. Well, I don't see him, but he's there. He's here. I think. Wait, hold on. We're gonna start with Nate. Nate, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> over here, Rhode Island's uh, a hot <laughs> Just recorded some vocals for Ramones cover album. We got Nate. Nate that is here. All right, true. good. That may oh. be true. Oh, there he is. To reach out to me very recently. Oh gosh. All right, good. So Nate is here. Good to have Nate here. We have Dreamcast guy. How are you doing, man? Hey! Hey, full of turkey. Very happy. You know, I just started eating meat, so I had turkey. Uh, turkey sucks. I don't know why y'all hype it up. What? What? Turkey's okay. good. Hold Whoa. It must have not been cooked. Listen, Max, I had seven pounds. Yeah. But yeah, you it was white people turkey. a lot of white people that yeah. don't know how to season the turkey, my man. Hold up I'll take that. I'll take that, Al. Yeah, it was white people turkey. Hold up here. Did you at least have gravy? You got gravy no, all over it. Went, it went down dry, baby. Oh, yeah. no. that's the fucking problem. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know no, wait, what I'm did doing. Did you have? Did you have? Someone has to send cranberry this man a sauce with it. Did you have stuffing with it? Anything like that? I I had stuffing, which I'd never had before. See the either. turkey. It's a it's a foundation. It's a base. You build on top of it with other things. Oh, okay. Gravy, cranberry sauce, stuffing. I did eat a bunch of potatoes. Thanksgiving meal. There was what? There was almost a problem because, uh -oh. like, first off. Uncle says, get there at one. My grandma says, get there at 1230. I'm like, I'll show up at 1250. We're supposed to start eating at one. Get inside. I haven't eaten all day. And my uncle's like, oh, Salka's coming from Hartford. He'll, he'll be a little while. I'm like, this motherfucker lives like an hour away. I'm not, why are we waiting on him? Oh, he's bringing the mashed potatoes. Fine. This motherfucker doesn't show up till 230. Okay. I'm starving at this point. I keep going, Grandma, Grandma, you guys, you guys got to cut some turkey. No, we can't eat until he gets there. So he finally gets there. I'm looking around. I'm like, where's the stuffing? I'm sitting at the table with my cousin's girlfriend. I'm like, Jen, Jen. She's like, what? I was like, you find out where the fucking stuffing is or else I'm leaving. I am leaving if there's no goddamn stuffing. So she found the stuffing, thankfully, and then everything was okay. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day altercation over there, huh? Yeah, bro, right. if there was no fucking stuffing, I was going to fucking go to the store and buy some goddamn stovetop and just make it for myself and only me. <laughs> That's RGT. Good to have Sean here. Good to, good to be here. Apologies <laughs> for last week. I was depressed, and I just went to bed early. Wait, what happened last? The Giants lost, the Knicks lost, and the and the and the car. Okay, yeah, yeah. I lost the car. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that went went wrong last week. It's all right. It's all right. Monday's looking very positive right now. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. We have OJ Playerson. How we doing, OJ? I'm good. Great pre-show today, guys. Thanks for everybody. Uh, all the Spawncast peeps that uh, showed up. All the viewers that showed up to us. It was a lot of fun. It's good to be here. Had a great uh, Thanksgiving with seasoned, delicious turkey double brined roasted turkey that was didn't need any gravy didn't need any cranberry sauce you could just eat it straight up it was can i delicious. let me let me do uh thanksgiving with you next year all right oj show me what <laughs> real turkey is supposed to be absolutely this, this... honestly max i i if you want to come here you can <laughs> <laughs> All right. My family yeah. be like, all right, cool. You know, everybody here chill. So absolutely. Yeah, I just, I just said, I'm here for the food and OJ's I'm like, beard. 
I have I have a person here from video games that, I know <laughs> that we work together. He's here to eat. My mom would be like, all right. <laughs> with, my, with my Nintendo Switch in the corner, like, uh, hi, hello. <laughs> I don't eat the it's gravy. All, thank you. It's all good. Let's go over here. We have Jordan Fringe. Jordan Fringe is back. Back. Glad Talk about Pokemon, here. of course. Yep. The, the Pokemon expert on, on the podcast here. So we'll, I'm curious to get your thoughts on some of the stuff that's been going on with it since uh, you weren't on last week. So a bit to catch up on there. But good to have Jordan back with us. Good to be here. We got MVG. Hello, hello. And I will say the trick to a good turkey is the basting. So what you want to do is for every hour that you cook that thing, you want to take it out of the oven and baste it. And you want to make sure that those juices uh, stay uh, stay inside the turkey. And that's that's the key to uh, mm-hmm. a good turkey. Make sure you yeah. baste it. Otherwise, it's going to come out dry and taste like shoe leather. And it's not going to be good. Everybody yeah, knows what he's doing. We've seen those pictures on Twitter, all right, with the with the grills. And yeah, yep. do it every year, man. Do it every year. Turkey's very low calorie. You know, it's a very it's not like there's it's like packed full of like calories and like mm-hmm. you know, all that. So you got to make sure that it's seasoned correctly. And it's juicy, otherwise it doesn't taste very good, you know? I mean, someone, in the chat, someone in the chat said, I'm a master baster. That is exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let me ask you, Sam, did you ever try to uh, uh, fry, like fry a turkey? You know, where I, you see those terrible yeah. videos uh, on, it right on YouTube. right next to your yeah. sink so you can get the water if you need it. It's... I did it once, uh, uh-huh. one year, and I'll never do it again. I, I didn't like, you know, set the house on it fire or anything. Okay. But uh, I will say there is a high risk element there where you can really mess it up if you put too much uh, oil inside that pan and then you just douse the turkey inside if you put too much oil in there you're going to set that thing on fire you're going to you're going to basically wow. You know, okay wow so, okay. um i i i know people that do it and they're really good at it and and if you do it right it comes out really well but i would not personally do that i just go with the stick with the oven stick with the oven Okay, fair enough, fair enough. We have we have Nate. Nate Tate's here, of course. We got MVG. We got Evan. Okay, Evan's uh, Devin. Evan, how we doing? <laughs> doing? Doing all right. All right, good. I was going down the list. I was like, I think everyone. I think I everyone. All right, good. Cool, cool. So we we do have some stuff to go over tonight. Of course, we have the Pokemon Scarlet Violet situation, the controversy, the sales, all this stuff. So that'll be that'll be fun. Microsoft and Sony have been saying some wild stuff, and I just wanted to touch on some of the points because this is. I get a little weird with this situation now. And mm-hmm. there are some concerns that this might go beyond Microsoft's original target of mid next year. And some are even wondering if this deal is just going to get blocked. And then we'll talk about, of course, some of the Black Friday. Uh, Cyber, well, Cyber Monday coming up. Black Friday sales and stuff that we may have taken advantage of here. Evan, we want to start with a Discord question. Do you feel compelled to complete games like Pokemon and others faster than others to get the news and tips out first? And does that ruin the games for you sometimes? That was a tips channel, maybe, but I just kind of go through it and look to get the initial experience for any impressions or discussion on it. And then I just kind of, especially a game like Pokemon, that's going to take a while. Just kind of take my time going through it, you know? There, the- There's youtubers that are dedicated to stuff like that who you know spend the first few days the game is out not sleeping getting every single tip to help out people in the early game um so you know there is a place for that and those youtubers do you know this the best job they can getting as much information to help people out so i think that is a pretty cool thing but no i mean if you're not doing that there's no point just enjoy it at your own pace yep i mean me too i just enjoyed enjoyed it at my own pace I beat stuff pretty efficiently and I knock it out, but I never, it never taints my enjoyment. I do feel like, I don't know, I guess I never rush through games. I like to beat them. I like to do side stuff, but I never feel like I have to. Like, if I don't beat this, then ah, I can't make a video. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Very good. You have another one, Evan? Who's your pick to win the World Cup? Oh, USA. USA. <laughs> USA. Who is it, MVG? You're, you're tuned into this tournament. What's, I think Brazil's probably the favorite right now. They did a really had a really good game the other day. Um, but look, there's there's some killers. Obviously, France is is, is doing very well right now. Uh, Argentina had a good victory today, so they're they're coming good at the right time. Portugal, uh, Nate's team, uh, won as well. So I, I think if I had to pick one right now, I'd say Brazil is probably the favorite. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Let's let's move over. We'll talk about the the Black Friday deals. I assume Sean was out there in the trenches, five thirty in the morning, Friday. No, I ought to stab someone. <laughs> you say that in your videos that you're just going to start going on a spree in one of these shops if people get too close to you, just stabbing that, everywhere. I, I I legitimately would, man. I keep a blade on me. Like uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like like large groups, like you know, tight spaces. Like, bro, if saving twenty bucks on something is like that important, I probably don't need it. What's you know, I probably I probably should be putting my money into something else. I, that's actually a better question. Did anyone actually go out to the physical stores this year? No. No. Hell no. No. I went by Walmart later on in the day, but I assume that's after all the madness happened. But they didn't. Well, usually they would have like a whole alleyway of stuff. None of that was out there. They had like one little standee in the video game department. There's some PS4, some Switch, and some Xbox games, all this little thing. And that was it with stickers on it. So it was pretty poor selection in store, actually. But Honestly, I think most. Even- Go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, even looking at just like the deals that were going to be at the stores, like I'm sure we all looked at, like, was there anything where it was like, holy shit, like, some, I don't, like maybe Sonic Frontiers at, and Gotham Knights. Sonic Frontiers mm-hmm. at 35, and even yeah. I think even 29 at one place wasn't yeah. bad. I Maybe the Xbox Series S at 250 for mm-hmm. people doing some Christmas shopping. Maybe, I mean, it's $50 off. You could technically throw that at a game or how many months of Game Pass, really? Um, but I, I get what you're saying. We didn't have that PS4 Slim that comes with Spider-Man and then a GameStop $50 gift card. That was a ridiculous deal. Well, mm-hmm. there was there were so many. If you looked at the actual ads, a lot of those PlayStation games were actually PlayStation 4 games yeah. that were on sales. Kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm, I guess we're I really not that. done with you yet. <laughs> well, it also felt like so much of the stuff was online. Like I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up buying a TV, a bunch of games for my Steam Deck. I never really have done the Steam sales. And I, man, some of those games were like $3 for Darkest Dungeon and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I had no reason to actually go to a store. if The deals are just as good, if not almost as good online. I feel like we're to that point. Like, it's basically a weekend of Cyber Monday now. They might as well, mm-hmm. like, change the name up or something. I don't know, because a lot of online shops. They started their deals a week ago anyway. We were already talking yeah. about these deals so long ago. And but yeah, a lot of these deals, actually, if you look, they're going to go through till December, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of this stuff. Like, I, I saw, Um, I did get a, uh, I did everything online. I did get a uh, 512 gigabyte memory card. Oh, that's good pickup. Memory now is good. That's yeah, good for, 40, for 40 bucks. Yeah. So, Jeez. Wow. Yeah, that's. That's right now on Amazon. That's that's mm-hmm. they're already calling it Cyber Monday. Yep. As soon as it yep. went for it, the same deal, they said shop now. They had a little countdown, legit. Yep. As soon as it turned <laughs> over, they said Cyber Monday is the same damn thing. What you mean? Trying to rush me? Same thing. Countdown. There is no countdown. Once it was done, it just switched over to Cyber Monday. It's not even Monday. <laughs> yep. That's how they get you. That's how they yeah. get you. I did. I, 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 I waited. I because that that same memory card was like I think it was like 
50 or 40 something and it was, i just it was crazy day. you remember yeah. back when the switch first came out we got word of the 400 gigabyte card and it was like 200 some odd dollars yeah. Oh, yeah. now we're talking yeah. about how it's like 40 or 50 bucks or so. it's crazy now that's that's funny uh, but i you know i i know mvg got some deals all right what do, what do we what do you, i got some stuff too but what would you pick uh, up mvg I, I picked up horizon forbidden west for 35 i got um <laughs> sonic frontiers for 60 but i was able to get it uh marked down to the price that it uh, has been reduced to which was okay, good. Uh, good which was 40 i think or did you 35? pull a do you know who i am well always that never works by the way um i also got um what's the other thing i got uh i picked up um Death Stranding, the PS5 um, director's cut. Director's cut for ten bucks, um, like digitally, or physically, things. physically, physically. Dude, yeah. is that where's that deal? I think I want to buy that legit. Uh, let me see if I got the link for it, Max. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw that. Um, I think yeah. it might have been Target. Dude. Yeah, I think it was Target or GameStop, one of those two. You end up grabbing Saints Row. No, uh, what's the best price that's going for? I may, I may pick it up if it's cheap enough. I feel like that's been thirty-five. I'm like gonna wait. I'm gonna wait a little bit more. I, I think, yeah. I think it'll hit twenty-five. Into the twenties, I think too. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Yeah. I definitely want to get and play. I just don't want to pay anything more. Than <laughs> uh, what did I? What did I get? I got. I did get the Cowabunga collection on the PS5. The twenty. It was. Uh, was it? What was it? I think it was twenty-five on Amazon. These are a lot of these are just Amazon pickups. <laughs> got that yeah. for 25 i think on amazon yeah the ps5 hard copy got soul hackers 2 and fire emblem warriors because i think soul hackers 2 was 28 and then fire emblem warriors three hopes was like 35 oh that's pretty good for soul hackers 2 20 something yeah. i didn't yeah. see it for 20 something. it was on amazon it was like 28 something and then they're like you have a five dollar credit you should use and I, I don't know where it came from so really it was like 24 something with Not tax bad. so i Dude, i'll take legit. that yeah, I'll take that. I was fine there. And then I got, you know, what was interesting? Ease Memories of Celsetta went on sale for the PS4 and it's the boxed. Like, it's like the full kit for it and all of this. And it was 40 bucks brand new. So I, nice. I just I just randomly came across. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pick that one up, too. So I just kind of grabbed some, I don't know, some random titles here and there. I already had picked up that red DualSense controller because that was marked down as well. But not nothing too nothing too crazy like sean like you mentioned there wasn't anything that was really pulling me that i didn't already necessarily have mm -hmm. yeah, in the collection was, here I mean, it was nothing it was nothing super crazy or anything like that i two things i got that i just kept seeing in stock which i was surprised about i saw steam decks are still crazy in stock so i finally bought the steam deck dock because honestly, I kept seeing wood uh, beat em ups with streaming gameplay of the Steam Deck on the dock, and it was cool. So I finally bought one of those, and I, I randomly was at a store and I saw a PS5, and I was just so blown away that I, I bought one for my cousin. So it's, it's weird to see, even in the holiday season, the fact that Xbox Series X and PS5 are finally actually buyable after two years. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, what, a, what, a, what an amazing thing, right? Yeah, I mean they found they're finally able to get some more stock in, which is good. Yeah, which for is the really, really season, good. Man, yeah, for the holiday, like it, it, that's that's awesome. What do you would you pick up, Jordan? You got anything good? I didn't pick up anything. Real? Wow! I figured Jordan would have been out there. He'd been on it. True. Nothing. There's, wow. There's nothing that has uh, piqued my interest, or there's no deal that's come by where I'm like, okay, finally, you know, there's nothing that I saw. So okay, no, okay. didn't get anything. Oh, I did pick up the 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 eight bit of controller. Oh yeah, yeah, the new uh, the one, new one. The, the yeah, nice the, one. Yeah, the new one, and it's—I've been using it for Pokemon, and I've been using it a little bit 
on Bayo, and I like it quite a bit. So I, I like it so much. I wanted to do like a, I know I saw your video, John. Yeah, hey, you should do a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to do a comparison. I was talking about her because like the Nintendo sent me the Power A, like Elite oh, controller. Yeah. So, I mean, I wanted to do maybe do a little bit of a comparison between the two because they are both very interesting in terms of like what they do and like what you get for like, you know, a premium controller on Switch. So. Uh, I like the stand. I like the stand for it. It's kind yes, of cool. the stand is sexy. There. Yes, and it looks great with my PC that Evan helped me get. Um, so looks great with that. The chart. It's like a charging dock, which is dope. And like when it's done charging, like it, you know, the light, you know, uh, finishes and everything. Like little light on the bottom of it. So it's that that charging dock is really nice. So I got yeah. it's five. I got it for five dollars less. I mean, it wasn't much of a Black Friday deal, but it's it's good because it's a controller with the charging stand. So it's it's kind of you have to look at it as almost a bundle, even though yeah. they, they have it set up. It's nice though. It works on a lot of stuff. That's the Bluetooth one, and, and it has rumble. And it, it, some yeah. of these pro controllers, these elite, don't have rumble right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some of them don't it. have it. So the fact that it has that's actually a pretty pretty cool thing. Yep, as gyro as well. The only thing mm -hmm. it's really missing is the NFC support, but yeah. you could technically just use your Joy-Con that's already on your Switch anyway. So most yeah. people are like, if I got to scan an Amiibo, I'll just walk up to the Switch and touch it. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that, that, NFC support's not a uh, you know determining factor in, in my opinion for anything, just because like we all have Joy Cons already that we can just easily yeah. just use. So yep, cool. Okay, so kind of a uh, kind of a quiet year. Nate, did you you pick anything up that was good? No, I didn't buy anything. And wow, okay. The death of Black Friday confirmed. There was a lot of stuff. Some of these places had a lot of stock too. So I'm curious what they're gonna, what the sales will be for a lot. Of it. I, I kind of think they're gonna be a little nervous going into January because I, I don't know if the holidays are gonna be like that this year. There wasn't like I didn't see the crazy deals because I was looking at maybe upgrading my, like you know, my mic, you know, and it was like fifty dollars off. It was like oh thirty dollars off. I was like, is are these like real good deals? You know, like on like the high quality mics, you know, like the yeah, the stuff like the high quality cameras. I mean, there was some good deals, but it was like, oh well, the camera's like three grand. You can get it for like twenty two. You know, like twenty two. So it's like, well, that's already too much. I ain't buying that. You know, so I think that's what I saw a lot of with the deals this year, at least in the space that we're in. Maybe it was different for like toys or uh, other things like that, like kids toys or maybe for clothing um you know cyber monday up next we'll see what we got there i guess i don't know it's gonna be a lot of pc parts i assume and storage and and all that so we'll see hey maybe some video cards go on sale i can get the that 3080 or 3090 for much cheaper than yeah. mg ps5 storage is on sale right now you might want to wait if you've already waited yeah. this much but look out guys uh for the ps5 storage because there yes. should be some pretty good deals on that those two terabyte oh. nvme drives are for that would go in your ps5 the 980 pro from samsung those are now like 170 dollars now for a two terabyte that's Dude. pretty good yeah yeah that's I, a, I, I think the that. one terabyte is almost under 100 bucks it's like 110 it's so close but just get the two terabytes and don't even worry about having to open this out of your PS5 again. Yeah. Still I, one, was it the, is it the Western Digital one that was like 80, but you need the heat sink? You got to still pay a little bit extra to get the heat sink. Is it that yeah, one? Yeah, it's like the yeah. S. Well, there's the SN850 from Western Digital. The Samsung's 980 Pro. I think that one may have had the heat sink. And then there's one without. So you're right. Mm. You, you can technically, like the one I have in my PS5, I just bought the heat sink separately. It was $10. And it was very easy to install, like just super easy. So it's if you need it, it's it's not expensive for that part. That's like the, the cheapest part to the it, whole thing. 
is Cyber Monday mostly parts, or can I get something? So I, I need a new monitor, I'll be honest. Somehow oh, I monitors will be on sale, no, too. Yeah, monitors, anything is electronic, and then people yes. just... Okay, good. People mm -hmm. assume, I, like, because there's stores online that that's also electronic, so you might just get regular stuff, too. It okay. just all happens. I, I I zoomed in this monitor. I actually I had a remote, and I pressed zoom by accident once, and then the controller broke, and so I've been stuck slightly zoomed in for, like, a month, and I'm like, I just have to buy a new monitor. should be able to go through a I've menu. I've tried to fix it. Oh, no, no, I can't. There's, it's one of those weird, stupid monitors. There's no buttons on the outside. I just oh. turned it on, and then whenever I turn on the computer, it turns on the monitor. I can't, and it's only zoomed in twenty percent, so it cuts off the bottom of the frame. Oh and gosh. when I when I need to move a window, I have to like reach up blindly and grab the thing. But oh man, Jeez. I'm an idiot. Time to make that move on uh, on Monday. Look on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> well, there'll be some. There'll be some that are on sale. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, we'll see. Like I said, we'll see how things go Cyber Monday. Hey, maybe next year will be better. I don't know, we'll already be, we'll be, it's about three years into this generation, so I assume some of these PS5 games will be pretty cheap. But, Evan, we have a Discord question over there. If this generation of consoles get mid-gen refreshes like last gen, what is Microsoft going to do with the Series S? Keep it as is, or just make an upgraded Series X? Oh, you, you mean for the, its current positioning? I mean, I assume it'll just st stay where it is, because... I, if they do these a mid-gen refresh, I don't even know what they would necessarily focus on. I guess ray tracing. I don't know if we're all is any is anyone asking for 8K? I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot of people who are like I need 8K right now. The reason we got those mid-gen refreshes is because they launched their PS4 and Xbox One just before the big 4K rush, and they were like we're not going to wait this thing out until. Well, I mean, we see with the series and the PS5 2020. So I don't really know what they would look for in a in a mid-gen refresh. So I I assume the Series S will be here up until they look to launch, which according to those documents, 2027, 2028. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be around for a while. But you have another one, Evan? Uh what are the chances of Netflix winning the award? They have multiple nominations for it, the game awards, which I believe is best adaptation. Uh, which no one else hmm. even deserved to get nominated for. So that's currently with I... Arcane, Cyberpunk, yeah. and Cuphead versus Sonic and Uncharted. I kind of think I kind of think Cyberpunk's going to win that. So I guess I would say Netflix will. I think Sonic might take it. Who knows? Oh, so. okay. Well, I mean, that would do it too. That'd be a pretty big surprise. <clears throat> Everyone just really likes that side. I mean, it's a it's a good it's a good show. It's a good one. The question is whether I or not people watched it. like Arcane was still oh, really good, good as well. So they might that might be in it though so we might see at least one of those uh and then thoughts on apple arcade you know i keep saying i'm gonna check this thing out i still haven't <laughs> i i did for uh fantasia or whatever the the new game by the dude who created final fantasy did an rpg exclusively for apple arcade and it's really really good it feels like a new final fantasy but uh it's not worth subscribing to apple arcade for Let's move over to, we'll go to Pokemon. Jordan, before we talk about the sales and all the randomness that happened there, do you want to give us some of your, your thoughts, which we would have got from you last week anyway, on the, just on the game so far? Sure. Um, so, listen, there's, there's, no, there's no way to defend the game. Uh, it is a buggy, glitchy, not finished, rushed mess. But at the same time, you can have fun with it. It's still a very addicting gameplay loop. They have finally made the Pokemon game that we had talked about since the first Pokemon game ever came out. Like, this is how you envisioned it. It's just a shame 
how what state it's in um the the frame rate is it's not like it's really not something you could say oh it doesn't bother me because it does it's it's baked into the game that doesn't mean you still can't have fun with the game it's still a very fun game i'm not putting it down the glitches or the frame rate or the crashes have not deterred me from wanting to continue to play it uh there's a lot of good new features in the game i like a lot of the new pokemon i like the story uh it just runs really bad and that's that's the main issue it just runs bad and if you've tried playing four player online the frame rate can dip extremely low i'm talking like six frames per second low it is it is not good i haven't played around with any of the multiplayer yet i tested a lot with woods okay so you can do up to four i haven't tried Mm -hmm. i haven't tried any of it i mean people just say you basically play the game just the more people in it Mm -hmm. completely um i haven't i haven't tried any of that yet do i still have to trade to evolve my haunter by the way jordan uh that i don't know i, I would oh. assume they probably keep a lot do. of the same stuff so yeah probably. the champ if you want like a champ or if you want like a haunter you still have to trade so like i, I think you do or they might have something to where you can do it like maybe there's some type of new item or something that you can do in the game but mm. okay all right i was just curious maybe i mean someone in the chat probably knows say they said yes all right good so I'll just I'll go on there and randomly trade it to someone and hope they give it to me back. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, just get with a friend. We'll just get with a friend oh, just, online or just we'll roll the dice. Go to the, <laughs> I'll trade you, man. You don't got to do all that. We'll, we'll roll the dice. Uh, we did get we did get a press release, though, from Nintendo. Wait, Sean, you still didn't pick the game up. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Envy, you didn't get it yet. All right. All right. No. Uh, I I got it and Max gave it away got to already. Buy another copy. Yeah, I have to. I I bought it. I played ten hours of Violet, and it was so broken and glitchy. My girlfriend saw it, and she was like, "Well, I don't want to buy this," so I just gave her my copy. And if she loves it, then I may end up getting guilted into getting Scarlet. Okay. Well, we got a press release from Nintendo, and you know, if they're putting a press release out for sales, it's probably something ridiculous. And it was with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet selling over 10 million copies worldwide in three days three days 4.05 million units were sold in japan so almost 6 million sold uh, outside of japan then which which is impressive because i mean it shows how strong pokemon is just everywhere in the world but if you remember splatoon did really well in japan it didn't do as well outside of japan japan was obviously where it's like really big and that's similar to pokemon but Pokemon just a worldwide phenomenon in like 10 million in three days. That's the fastest selling Nintendo published created game ever. It set the new record. And at this pace, it's probably honestly throughout Christmas, probably 20 million. By, the time, by the time they report uh, this quarter, what, in a couple months, it'll they'll probably be like, yeah, 20 something million already. It's like, OK, 15 to 20 for it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's for gonna, the most it's, broken game ever. It's going to be on the move. It's uh, it's going to, I mean, think about it. It's three days and technically the shopping season for holidays like just kicked off right after Thanksgiving. That's when people consider, okay, now it's the shopping season for the holidays. And Pokemon's going to be one of the biggest sellers. You'll have that. You'll have a Call of Duty in there and and probably different sports games and stuff. But it's, it, it, I mean, it's going to get out of control throughout the holidays. 10 million already sold. And there's a lot of discussion around <laughs> around this for a, a bunch of different aspects is this good for gaming is this bad for gaming will it get a patch is, what, what, what's game freak doing now is so much so many questions so i, I guess we could start with that uh, 10 million copies three days uh, 
I have a quote from Digital Foundry. It's a technical failure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it it's still fun, but there are issues when it comes to the technical side of things. Is this it, would this be considered good or bad overall, or somewhere well, in between? I guess it's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. You know, you could say yes, ten million. Um, Game Freak, uh, you know, knocked it out of the park. It's a success for Nintendo and the Pokemon company, but it's bad because it tells me that they're just going to move on to the next game. And I feel like rock bottom hasn't been hit yet for this company. I feel like the next game or maybe the one after that is the one where shit really goes bad. I feel like they're going to, they dodged a bullet on this one. Honestly, I feel like they're the patch, whether that is going to happen or not, I couldn't really tell you because I feel like all Nintendo was really excited to tell us about was the sales numbers. So I hope there is a patch and I hope they do the right thing, but there's no guarantee that this is, it's going to get patched all. They just move, might move on to the next game. So I think it's bad. I don't think it's good at all. I think 10 million people um, that pre-ordered the game, honestly, um, you know. No, it didn't get 10 million pre-orders. Just 10 million sales 10, uh, 10 million copies yeah thank you yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um i mean yeah the people that pre-ordered the game you know they were, they were blindsided by this and i think you know hopefully this game will get will get patched but if it doesn't yeah i would be very concerned about the next game that comes out because that tell could me, be a disaster tell me what the real incentive is for you know any of this unfortunately because with uh, Nintendo, what owns thirty percent of Game Freak or uh, of uh, Pokemon? Yeah, and yeah. you know why? Like, even though they are offering refunds, you know that's just a drop in the bucket for how many people are not going to take advantage of that. And what's their incentive to tell Pokemon to, hey, can you, we got to crack down on making these games more quality? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, what what is, what is their incentive? Because mm -hmm. look how much money they just made. It's a it's a huge success. Things keep going up. They're making a heck of a lot of money what's 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 wh why would nintendo care you know Here, the most they've I... done i was surprised that they're actually doing the refund stuff but like that's the same effect as the cyberpunk refund like uh, yeah they still Which made like a lot a of money of a percent wait wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait a minute the, can't you just refund any nintendo game you can just re misreported yeah you can, re you can refund any nintendo game dictate, right you can get any mm. game refunded Yes. So okay, this isn't okay. a case because of the game's state. This is a general policy that Nintendo has for all games. So in May, if people want a refund of Tears of the Kingdom, they will be able to get one. It's not going to be because the game runs at 854p. It's okay. standard so policy. That still backs up what I'm saying then. What is the incentive? The yeah. incentive would be to have a better game. I mean, look, Pokemon Sword why would Shield, Nintendo better care? than $10 million in three but, days? Here's the thing, Pokemon Sword and Shield smashed every single record too when it came out. And that yeah. game state wasn't great. And they passed that game. I, I'm doing a video on it tomorrow. They passed that game nine times over the course of a year and something fixing multiple different bugs, some performance stuff. And that game was smashing every single record that Scarlet and Violet is smashing. Not all of Nintendo's records, but it was it's the second best selling Pokemon game of all time. So they patched that game from, uh, they started, the first big patch came in January. I'm just off the top of my head. Um, January of 2020. So the game came out in November. And then they, the last patch came out for, I think, in 2021. So if you're going off of past 
Pokemon games or just the past one on Switch, or even if you want to go like Arceus or they've, they've patched all the other ones. So, I mean, I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't, they patch all the other games, but this one wouldn't. I, well, patched, so, you know. No, I think my, they'll my, patch it. I'm just talking about for like the next games. Like well, what's their incentive to not mm -hmm. have a glitchy release or tell, you know, hey, we need to have a solid game here before it comes out. So oh, I see what you're saying. Still like, bad publicity though. Like this is like, yes, they sold great. And like, I'm, I'm with you guys. Like I agree with you, like what your assessment, it's fun, but like you shouldn't release a game in this state. Like I'm right there with you, but I don't think they want the negative publicity with that. I don't think any company wants that, you know? That mean, type of money, how do you care? Yeah, right. How do you well, care? Like yeah. Cyberpunk sold like a bazillion copies. Yeah, yeah but, and they don't but care. It, but it hurt. <laughs> they well, so money. Cyberpunk <laughs> is also a good comparison though, because the stock of it tanked so badly, it like dropped them by seventy percent value. It like made them go like on the Poland stock exchange. They got dropped so bad, their investors sued them and stuff. I yeah, think Cyberpunk and... is a good example though, because Cyberpunk eventually got fixed. I do feel like this is not going to get fixed. I think we're going to get tiny patches, but. I think 99%, this is what you're getting. You're, this game is going to stay broken. They're Cyberpunk working on the next also, Pokemon. Cyberpunk was also pulled from the, the PlayStation store. Yeah, well. yeah so, true. You, know, you don't see Nintendo pulling this and being like, hey, fix this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk they, was they pulled because they were acting crazy because of what they, what they said. They said, oh, go to Sony for a refund. So yeah. it was like, that's not <laughs> our policy. You know, so if they didn't say anything, then it probably would have stayed up. But that's because their mouth got them in trouble more so than anything. I, I mean, there's broken I, games that are all over any of these things um, when it comes down to like eShops or hell, some of the games on there. Um, but, I disagree, uh, but I think I think uh, Cyberpunk was pulled from PlayStation because it literally crashed every 30 minutes. I mean, it was mm -hmm. not playable. It was simply not playable. So it's a situation where um, Sony had to make a, a, a judgment call and say, look, this game doesn't work right now. It's it's it doesn't work. Customers are paying 60 bucks and they can't play this game. Like they can play it for 30 minutes and all it has is just, you know, washed out textures, T-posing, and then it literally uh, crashes with, mem with, memory, with memory leaks, right? Um, I feel like they just made a judgment call and said, this game is a mess and we're going to pull it until it gets better. That's the one so thing I will say about Pokemon. I, it hasn't crashed on me. Like, I've, yeah. It hasn't crashed twice for me. It's like 15 times for wood. Like oh, it, it has, and I didn't believe the crashes until right after yeah. he was telling me about them. My game crash after just were you guys doing? Pokemon. Were you guys doing multiplayer? No, this was just regular oh, okay. playing. I, was like, uh, I haven't played multiplayer yet, so I, I don't know if that. I had one crash. Good. Mine, but, mine did it while I was doing the first, the stupid one of the bases, one of the enemy bases. I was like most of the way through the event, and it just randomly shut itself, and it said, "Oh, error occurred." Oh, okay. okay. I, I think this is a really good example of the whole like if you're comparing, if people are trying to compare Cyberpunk with this of you know the one worker or student who always does great like and is always you know known for how great they are and they mess up once and they get more ridicule versus the one who just does you know average most of the time and has like a really high point and everyone gives credit or when they hit a low point no one really cares and we see that with like with cyberpunk right like oh this company they're doing the witcher we trust them like they've had some issues but they they do their best and then cyberpunk comes out it's like we expected so much more pokemon is like well yeah the last one had <laughs> yeah. issues. Yeah, the last one had issues as well. Oh yeah, that one had issues too. Do, do what would you expect? Are we are we just at an acceptance because we know it's just going to sell well anyway? No, we, we shouldn't. We shouldn't be at an acceptance. Stockholm I think. Syndrome. I think. 
I think if you're a fan of Pokemon, you shouldn't mm. be defending this. If you're a fan of True. Pokemon, you should be out there saying, "Listen, as much as as much fun as you are having with it, call out the issues." It, that that just shows how much of a fan you are because you want the game to be better, better. You want the next game to be better. That's what being part of a fandom is. It, it's it's being able to still like what you like, but not just being blinded by it. You know, as a Pokemon fan, I can easily say, "There's nothing wrong. I love Pokemon. It's great." But that's that wouldn't be true to me. That wouldn't be fair to anyone else I'm talking to because this is not a uh, it's not a hardware issue. This isn't a, a single issue. This is an issue across the board with the actual software. It's a problem. The game has issues and it needs to be fixed. What's the, and the what's next the, games need to be better. What's the what's the temperature check over there with the Pokemon community, Jordan? You got an idea? Uh, I think, yeah. It's there's there's a lot of there is a lot of people who are saying what I'm saying, right? Like, hey, I'm having fun but there's issues and most streamers who I'm seeing play this game are acknowledging that they're addicted to playing it and they're streaming it and they're having a good time, but they're laughing at the glitches. They're pointing them out. They're not, they're not just saying, Oh, nothing happened there. Don't worry. They're not hiding it. They're not pretending. And it's, it's only right to yourself. It's right. If you're have a platform and you're talking about this game, you can't just overlook the glaring issues to say that there's no problems with this game. I don't, I, that's not happening in my copy of the game. It's BS. If your I game didn't that. crash, that's that's fine. Not every game is crash, but if you're saying, "Oh, my, I don't know what's the frame rate," impossible. It's not a so, it, yeah, it's not a hardware I issue. It's a software issue. Everyone I don't see has anybody the issue. They don't they don't notice the frame rate I, when it comes I do. Down to I do. I, I see that. It's I've seen constant. that all over Twitter. It's psycho. Psycho. Well, shit. I mean, I think some people are less sensitive, but it's there. No matter what anybody says, it's completely one hundred percent there. That's why we should all be pushing for a patch. Every single video I've made since Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out, I said, "Yo." There needs to be a patch. There needs to be a patch. Every single one. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with Jordan on that one, man. Like, you got to be saying, yo, like, you can have fun. Like, I'm having fun. Hell, I play it all the time. But, yo, like, especially, like, docked mode, maybe portable. I I've played portable, too. Seems like portable's a little bit better. But, like, docked mode is just, like, yo, this is just not great. So, I'm really hoping that they do. Like I said, because Pokemon Sword and Shield, I know a lot of people didn't play it after, like, the first maybe month or two but they actually got a couple of things to work a lot better because that game was there was issues with that game and there was, a, there was a bunch of patches with that game so i think that you know the fact that they sold 10 million if anything you can get even way more sales because like yes the people at the beginning are going to rush out there and buy it but if it stays in this state yeah. there's no way like there's no way that it's going to continue to sell as great as it is if they don't do some things everybody's rushing there because it's the beginning because it's the you know it's it's the launch that's how it is but if they don't actually fix it up at least with the glitches right at least with the glitches and some of the stuff the crashing whatever people are dealing with some of the random stuff no matter how you know no matter how it's activated that's going to affect things later down the line not now right. but right. down the line it it's like a lagging will. effect on the sales yeah sword and shield kept on selling because they were actually updating things like they updated things they added the isle of armor dlc people DLC, were happy yeah. with that you know so and it got multiple patches to fix issues and bugs throughout like i said i think like seven or nine seven to nine times throughout a, a year and a half or so something like that right so i don't see why with them I mean, they're not going to bring the, they're not going to leave the whole team back to make the pokemon game you don't need character design artists and stuff like that to fix bugs or glitches you can have people that work on that and then also work on the next game hell they were making scarlet and violet and pokemon legends arceus at the same time at one point mm -hmm. you know so um you can have leave people back to fix that and still work on the next game you can continue hiring like they've been doing so there's all sorts of things that they need to do 
to um to fix the game and also get ready for their next game because you know the pokemon company's like oh hell when's the when's the next generation you know so uh they need uh, to get the, that done that's the problem i i don't yeah. that's the thing that's you're mentioning jordan that that probably won't change for the next release is their schedule no it won't and no. that and dude there had to have been i mean let's be i know it's assumption dude there had to be some crazy crunch just to get this game out oh yeah, yeah. I, in that I, time I, period i, I do believe obscene. so and I want to say this, like if you are a Pokemon fan, you owe it to yourself to to call out, you know, and want better. You owe it to yourself. You know, you could still have fun. You owe it to yourself to be out there saying, hey, this needs to be fixed. This next game can't be like this game is. And I think for the next three years, if they just build upon what they have for this game, because like the, the, the base concept of what this game is, the open world Pokemon is exactly what we've been waiting for from Pokemon. Sure. Like you could yeah, have it's a like few Pokemon. Right. It's it's except you don't have to go to towers and 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 hit a button to see more of the map. Which um, is great, by the way. Which is great. But <laughs> there there needs like this is the base. We don't need to restart from scratch. This is mm -hmm. the base concept to move on forward to. We have that. Spend the next three years and don't go build the side games. Just make all of your spin-off games other companies. Don't go make legends whatever, legends two, mm -hmm. whatever different legends game by yourself. Have another company make it. Just focus on Generation 10 as best as you can. Three years, because it's going to come in three years no matter what. That's every generation now is three mm. years. Well, so spend these three years making the game and not crunching the last seven, eight months after another release to get this game finished. They're going to have to, they're going to have to, there's going to be crunch with this game. Like three years, I just don't feel is enough time to get the level of quality that you would really, really want to see out of them. Um, but yeah, it's better. Jordan's idea is better than having it how it's been, you know, like, so I think they would need maybe four or five if you really want to make that. But, you know, three and focusing is good. But, you know, like to get like Xenoblade to wait the way that it was, I mean, and that's not even a competitive multiplayer game. That game took four or five years to make. And so, that's no competitive multiplayer. I think three years is fine because again, keep this as the base, right? We don't need to do any engine yeah. swapping. You have so many assets to play with, right? Keep this as the base and build yeah. upon that. I think three years is plenty of time to actually have a solid game Oof, that runs I so. well. I, I it, hope so. I mean, because Xenoblade not used the same excuse. engine. Xenoblade used the exact, it's used the same engine since the Wii U and it still took them quite a number of time to get that quality. I'm hoping though, that they can though. I'm really hoping that three years is enough and they can get that. But I still think regardless, like three years should be enough to where it doesn't launch in a, like the state that it's in though, regardless, you know? So I agree with you hundred percent. They're like, it shouldn't launch with the frame rate issues and the crash and like that should be, you know. At bare minimum, weird. this needs 30 frames per second. Well, so, bare, yes. minimum. bare minimum. I, I wanted to pitch something. I, I wanted to play off that real quick and then kind of ask a question to the panel. So I've made a bunch of videos about this and I agree with OJ that they, I, I, I wish we would get a four-year Pokemon or a five-year Pokemon, I would like to see what more time in the oven would create. I, I do think that would not just make it less glitchy. I think it may be the revolution we kind of want. But uh, my question for the panel is, do you think that they're perhaps less stringent on the technical side because this is objectively a kid's game that's sort of marketed towards nine and 10-year-olds? It's just us 40-year-olds no. playing it? No, you, they're, they don't care about that. It's just literally they're there. I, I guess I think this thing's going to keep selling. I guess that's my fear personally, is that this is going to keep selling because kids are going to keep asking for it. Like, what? even if it's broken, they're going to keep buying it because they're children. 
Oh, we, haven't, we haven't heard from Sean at all. Do you want to do you want to hit us with that, Sean? For I mean, the kids. There, what's there to say? What's there to say? I mean, the game is not indicative of a company worth what Game Freak is worth. I don't care about self-imposed deadlines, this, that, and the other. The game is a travesty to to have released in this state, but it doesn't matter because it sold 10 million copies and everything everything's just going to go along as status quo. The cycle Game continues. Freak, the cycle continues. Game Freak... What's what's a good looking game Game Freak has made? T- Little Tembo, town, the badass Arrow? elephant. Did Game there, Freak make that? They there, did. There might, yes, might... I played it. <laughs> I know they published it. I, I, didn't really I don't think I don't think you're wrong in the sense that there's probably, I mean, just to be honest, just talent discrepancy between a Game Freak and so you hire uh, Ubisoft people, Montreal or something. You, you ask Nintendo for help, John. You ask them, you know, why do our games look like run, look and run so bad compared to other games on the system? You know, the, the, I, I don't, I don't, I don't justifying the. I've seen people on Twitter say, "Well, Game Freak's not a AAA company, so what do you expect?" And people agreed with this mantra, and I'm like, if any company should be a AAA company, it should be Game Freak. Yeah, they, cult they shit. Be, they should be making high quality games because of the amount of money that they generate from their games. They're the, literally some of the best selling video games of all time. You'd expect there to be quality indicative of that. And these games, like I said, it looked like an HD 3DS game, and it arguably runs worse than a, a lot of 3DS games. So. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, what do you what do you think? The I mean, the AAA stuff is supposed to be around budget of games. I feel like the budget between behind these Pokemon games is actually more than people think. Looking at them. maybe but it also to sean's point it also at least perception right feels like they're not investing all the money that they've made back into their studios and and the tech right like it it seems like things are regressing rather than going forward and that's concerning i think if if you're Uh, um, if you know if you're a fan of the series yeah and as a fan i think there is no excuses i 100 percent agree with sean here i think there's no excuses for game freak to be this behind for understanding what a console how to like the, the excuse early on was cute right it's like oh you know hey we're, we're just we're jumping from the handhelds we're going to a console you know give us some time okay understandable right we've had enough time there, there is no excuse with the amount of money that the, the pokemon as a whole makes to a game to be like this from them for a triple a game to be in this state it needs to be better. Hire more people. Hire team members that you, know you how to buy work. a fucking company. You can literally buy several companies. This is this is an interesting to thing this. to consider, and I wanted to bring this up because MVG, I, the next new generation of Pokemon. How how many years is that uh, uh, Jordan? Three, three years? years from now. Three years. Yep. three years from now, we'll be on whatever Nintendo's next hardware is. I mean, that's just 2025, right? Well, I mean, at this point, it'll be November 2025 expectations i assume go up because it's going to be graphically more impressive just what it's able to do and we're Mm -hmm. still kind of in this phase with game freak so if they show up with this but like smoothed out in 30 frames i almost think that won't be good enough then they'll have to be like oh why doesn't why doesn't it look as good as this new Mario or Zelda game, you know, something like that, or the new Xenoblade that just but came out, or Monolith. Honestly, like I, I, I don't mind the aesthetic of the game. I know, okay. I know people may think I like that's, that's, that's absurd, but like there's a certain visual quality mm-hmm. about the Pokemon game. It's, it's never supposed to be um, photorealistic or, sure. um, you know, 
being yeah. uh, an impossible port or whatever you call it. There's a certain style about the game, and I think the style is fine. But where it breaks down is because it is, I don't want to say low polygon, but it's kind of pushing almost that low poly aesthetic, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, why is the game running like absolute dog shit? That's, that's the real question. The, 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 map, the frame rate, maps loading in all at once the frame rate yeah. doesn't match up with the with the, the performance like the frame rate exactly. doesn't match up with the visuals what you're saying it, yeah exactly and even even with the memory leaks and the um the the issues where you know assets are loading in and you can actually visibly see the the stuttering like mm -hmm. even in situations where that's not happening does the game ever hit 30 fps ever no i mean it, that, that's, in, that's it does yeah in, in indoor battles i've actually tested yeah. it on my own stuff so whenever you're doing like indoor stuff absolutely super smooth but that's very rare yeah that's it that's very it's, it's, like, it's like there's spaces, a, maybe it's like there's in, a the, in the arenas when you're yeah, yep. off spaces yeah it, it, yeah but it, the the regular gameplay like when you're out in the world yeah. no barely it, ever that i can feel it's, it's uh, almost that, like there's that, like a programmer trick that like every programmer knows for the past like 10 years and they still haven't heard it at their own company and they're just like i wonder how other games do that like it's kind of weird yeah i, I mean I, I don't i don't know what the underlying issue is um with, with performance but it's definitely concerning and you know um yes t like you know sean jordan said 10 million is is a, an absolute monumental um accolade it's, it's and, absurd right yeah and, and a okay, record yeah. to break but i i do wonder if they're just going to be blinded by the sales numbers on this and only do the bare minimum to get this game um updated i hope they don't like i really hope they they actually fix this game and you know if we look at sword and shield you know nine patches hopefully we'll get a similar um, roadmap of, of updates and i think we will but it's just a sad state of affairs because i really want to see um this franchise get better and this Here's one we want i don't think the part that's a real shame about this is the game itself if they didn't have all these weird if it was just an average performing game that we go oh this is you know it's pokemon it's game freak whatever but it wasn't detrimental to the the overall experience this would actually be a really fun conversation for a pokemon game uh, and the the thing though nate brought this up the other day about one thing they could do kind of to resolve it and it is legitimately just throwing money at the problem Nate, you remember what that was no i don't was it, when did i say it <laughs> he how, said they should buy they should they should buy something Game Freak, the Pokemon company. Drugs? No. <laughs> Cocaine? Methamphetamine? We were talking about yeah. their, their engine and, and the way what, that Unreal? they did all the technical stuff. And you said they should they should bring in a studio or buy a studio that specializes in just overall game engine development. And and Game Freak themselves, who are obviously doing work on this, but also spreading themselves very thin with multiple titles and designing and developing another hundred some odd Pokemon every generation. Not necessarily have to spend time doing that as well. Yeah, they they should just do what we see a lot of other companies do. And they do they do this to a certain extent. They just don't do it far enough is that they clearly do not have the technical chops to design the worlds themselves anymore. They need to bring on a full studio to design the word, the world to their specifications. They, they need that the developer to essentially just build all the environments for them, build the technology, and then Game Freak can design the in-game systems and the core gameplay. 
That is kind of a Discord question. Yeah, how would you feel about them adding that extra company and they just focus on like hmm. world building, characters, Pokemon? I don't know. It's the best nobody, solution nobody for them yeah. because <laughs> they're clearly at their technological limits right now. Hmm. If this is the best they can do within the schedule that they themselves assign upon of we're going to turn on a new generation in three years. This is self-imposed. This is not coming from above. This isn't a Pokemon company rule. This isn't a Nintendo rule. This is Game Freak wanting to put out a Pokemon game every single year, be it DLC, a Legends, a remake. This is their decision. Oh, they yeah, they, they had every incentive to release this game, right? Their only they, incentive they, is they want to make money. The yeah. other games are different, but for a Pokemon game, mainline Pokemon game every three years, that's not a Game Freak decision. That is, that is Pokemon mandate for when the new generation starts because that trickles down to the card game being yeah, ready, I'll... the anime being ready. No matter, and I saw people in the chat saying, why can't Game Freak just delay it? They can't. That, that, that's the one game that has to come out on time every three years. The other games you can kind of play around with. That's not, what I was thinking about. the mainline about, games. Jordan, because there's the anime and there's the cards and all that yeah. all syncs up together. So yeah. if one of them is missing, that's going to be an issue. So I definitely think that's part of it is the Pokemon company saying, hey, we have this, this merch, everything ready, and you got to have this ready by this point. Because if you delay it, they like to launch in November, right? Mm -hmm. They don't like to launch with a new generation outside of that. They're stuck in their ways of, hey, we got to have our game kids buy it, Black Friday, holiday, Christmas tree, whatever the case is, right? So they're yeah. stuck on that. So if you delay the game, it's not just going to get delayed for like a month or two. It's going to get delayed till the following year. Yeah, and they have no wiggle room on the certain thing within Game Freak. Right now, there's already work done on the next generation. They've already they already have blueprints, concepts done for the next generation. Game Freak themselves has set themselves a year. Now, Game Freak is one third of the Pokemon company. If they said we want to have the next generation out in 2026, the merchandise can then shift to 2026. I'm not talking about the delay the year of. This is all planned out years in advance. They can make pivots. They want the things out in three years. This is their problem. They've created this monster and they can no longer contain it. Yeah, but mm. that's, it's like you said, it's one third. They do not, Game Freak does not have the final say on mainline games if they need to push it back or not. When that agreement comes, it's been a three-year consistency for several generations now. I would say it'd be nice if there's an agreement where, okay, let's do four years now, right? So let's make a little bit longer of a gap. This, you, Jordan, you don't even think this is enough for them to, to pause? I mean, no. Ubisoft did it with Assassin's oh, Creed. Here's, after, here's that, what I... after, after they ran Assassin's Creed into the ground every single year, they said, we're going to pause. And then they came back with Odyssey, oh, and Odyssey was awesome. Right, but what they still were doing two or three years. Uh, there's just too much going on with Pokemon, and the other sides of the, the other branches are already in production of other things, and they need to all be caught up. Like, they can't even have wiggle room to delay the game a month. Okay, we need another month to finish this game. It'll come out in December instead. They can't even do that because of the worldwide release. When these games come out in Japan, they're getting the new stuff usually either in December or January while we're getting the cards and the anime. The anime will come sometime next year, but the brand new cards are going to be coming uh, right away, February and March uh, for the next generation. So there, there's barely any wiggle room for other territories besides the U.S. to move this game. And it's sense it's only they, they Game Freak cannot... There has to be some unified agreement from every branch of Pokemon to not have a three-year gap. And that's going to be very hard. So even even this, even this is range. not going to be... A, you're saying that even this is not enough for them to... When you sell this many it. copies, I don't know if that makes the other branches go, mm, all right, yeah, let's delay. Well, I think whatever comes next, 
is just going to be as bad or worse than what we're seeing. That's probably, why I think probably I, that's why I think the records. agreement like the agreement said, needs to be game freak. more records. The game, I, don't the, think I don't think they've hit rock bottom yet because they're game just freak, they're just grinding. Game freak. There needs to be an agreement. Game Freak only works on the next Pokemon game for the next three years mm-hmm. and see what happens. That's it. They, they, they don't, they, if they're making a spinoff, if they want another type of game like a Pokemon Snap or a Mystery Dungeon or, or another Arceus or Legends type game, someone else has to be involved. Another company. If they're going to remake the black and white games, cool. Bring another company in like you did for the last one. But other companies need to be involved maybe, to help those games. Maybe Game Freak doesn't want to hire another company to do it. They you, don't, right? Because they're fucking greedy. There is so much money. Pokemon has so much money. There is no excuse anymore. If well, there needs to be help to get these things out, because you look at all the spinoff games, they look beautiful for the most part. Yep. They run well for the most part. You know? The, why is it yeah. the mainline Pokemon games where Game Freak should have all their attention if they want to be the ones who are solely working on it and maybe have some little external help? Either get more help or only focus on that. Those are their only two options. Yeah, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl was made by a completely different company. So completely I don't think they're, they're opposed to bringing in somebody else to work on a mainline Pokemon game. Um, but yeah, definitely, that would that would definitely be something. But I think t- time has got to be the essence here when it comes down to how much time they get. But also with Jordan, what you were saying with building upon, like, I think, not to bring Sonic in this, Jordan, because I know you're not a Sonic fan, but they said that Sonic Frontiers is the cornerstone for Sonic. One of the biggest problems with Sonic is that they would scrap everything, then restart. Pretty much mm. every game was some type of new thing, but now they're going to build upon. So Sonic, the next Sonic Frontiers game is going to be better than this Sonic game because they, they're going to build on top of it instead of just saying, hey, it's Sonic and the Secret Rings. Oh, now it's Sonic Forces. Now it's just something completely different. They're going to take this game, I think, and they're going to build upon it. So that should definitely, hopefully, make a better game. And also, if they can get some extra help, they're hiring. Apparently, they're hiring for uh, next-gen development or something like that. So that would be uh, that would be great if they can get that done. So they couldn't they can't delay Pokemon because they're already shipping the cards out and all this. Everything's already in production. Okay. The full okay. company, every division would need to be in agreement. That might and explain that might explain what happened with Cyberpunk. From everything I know about inside the company, from all these different departments, a lot of them don't have the best communications with each other all the time. So for all them to unify on one singular decision like that would be a, a feat that is almost unbelievable. I hope it happens. Mm-hmm. I wish that would happen. In this case, hey, maybe we delay Gen 9. You know, maybe we, maybe we just, you know, wait a little bit. Wait another year. Wait half a year. Whatever it takes for the company to, to get where they need to be on all branches of their stuff. And it sucks I... that Pokemon, of all the companies out there, of any IP, is the one delivering one of the most d- disappointing in terms of uh, how the game runs releases and glitches. Well, that that's the last thing, last thing I want to say is I saw someone on Twitter say this, and I've been repeating it in videos because it's so brilliant. It said, Pokemon does not have generational cycles. They have marketing cycles. It's like every three years, there's this base, this already built marketing rollout of like, all right, new dolls, now new toys, now new shoes, now new cards, now new anime, now new set of games, and like keep doing it. And so they're afraid of the marketing cycle getting broken, which is so weird to think about. Like, it's not even about the games to them. It's just about like, all right, no, do we keep we it? We don't recognize numbers? that this Pokemon game sold twice as much as God of War in three days, yep. right? No, yes. Right. And, sure and how realize this too. now looking at this? They, they sold, what is it? 5.1 million in 10 days. This sold yes. 10 million in three days. It just, and additionally, that was the fastest selling first party uh, 
PlayStation game of all time. And additionally, from some of the other metrics, that was the most hyped PlayStation game of all time. Yep. Not a fair comparison. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, but man, it's hard not to put those numbers next to each other. Damn. Yeah. I mean, they're both fair, though. Yeah, not fair well. to compare God. Of, that's not fair to compare God. Of, God of War don't I, got. Are God you saying Pikachu would kill Kratos? Why would you say that, OJ? God of, yeah. God of War don't got an anime. It don't got cards. War, it don't yeah. got all that stuff. God of War I wish it did. Good. God of War is like comic books and all that stuff, right? God of War is is good. God of War is incredible, and absolutely, but we've seen over the years that the best-rated games don't always sell the best. Okami is one of the greatest games I've ever played. That game sold terrible on the PS2 when it came out with a massive install base. So the best games don't always sell really good. The fact that God of War as a core game, that what it is, sold 5 million, the fastest release for PlayStation, it's good for that. You start comparing yourself to everybody else, you're going to be upset very quickly in the game industry. Call of Duty sells a bazillion copies rated like 78. There's a bunch of other games better than Call of Duty. So, I mean, comparing yourself to every other game is not a good idea, in my opinion, because games sell at different rates. Imagine if we all compared ourselves to each other when it comes to various different things. You'd be very upset with yourself in many different aspects. So I just feel that we shouldn't be comparing God of War, that type of game. Yeah, Pokemon did better, but Pokemon is it's a it's completely different. I don't think that's fair. God of War did incredible. The sales were amazing. Five million in one week. I, we're not gonna diminish it because Pokemon came out and did better than it. You know, no, no. God oh, no, of War just, did. You, you know, there's some there's some boardroom somewhere where they just walk up and put that number up. And they're like, look I, at this. Look at yeah, it. And they, I, they circled I, I it dramatically like five but times. The people that so, should be happy, PlayStation fans should be happy. That's incredible sales numbers for that style of game. Remember, the action genre like that is not the biggest seller in the industry. Games like Devil May Cry don't do that. Bayonetta does not do that. These type of games don't do those numbers. So you you also got to keep that in mind, you know? Well, there you have it. If you need to put your game out, create a card game and just release it. Then you got the best excuse. I mean, Cyberpunk had to come out. They shipped those chairs. No, see, that, that game didn't have to it. come out. They delayed no. that game how many times? You're right, Jordan. They, it didn't have to come out, but they, they had investors and they promised investors it was coming. And that's that's that. So well, as far as I as far as Pokemon I know, Pokemon company, company is a it's private. private. Yeah, who, they, who, they, who are they answering to? I mean, they probably have their Not even share. Nintendo. <laughs> they, they probably have internal shareholders, right, that, that own percentages of, of the company, but they're not a public traded company. What happens? Nintendo comes up to them because they own 30% and says, hey, we got to do better. Okay, hey, we don't need you. Take your thirty percent and leave. We'll care. go wherever we want. They're Pokemon. <laughs> what does Nintendo care? They just made a fuck ton of money. They did just make yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that, and is it, that and if possible? They... Can can Pokemon Company like buy out Nintendo shares and leave? Is that I've, I've never I think even Nintendo heard that. Nintendo agree, but I don't think Nintendo yeah. is going to agree. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Nintendo sure. handles the publishing. They have the publishing pipeline for the game. So they they handle all that, and they would have to go find another publisher somewhere. I don't even think. I mean, everybody you know would line up, publishing right? this thing. I have no idea. <laughs> I've i never even considered it. Gosh, it's uh. We'll see. I, I think there'll be a bunch of patches though. I January. We'll look towards that. If there's no patch in January, it might start. Yeah. If there's no bit. if there's no patches <laughs> January, then then there's definitely some. There's an issue. I hope a hot fix comes out even sooner than that. Maybe December or so sword and shield wasn't as dire you know yeah, when it true. comes down to it wasn't as dire and they patched the hell out of that game when i was looking through the whole notes got a big video on it tomorrow if you guys want to watch but um yeah like this needs to be whatever schedule they had they need to 
push it up faster for crashes so the first. Would have yes. to be crashes. Yeah, all the stuff you're talking about, Jordan. Hot fix first, out right away. and then big patch, big big patch, maybe January. But if there isn't yeah. there to at least smooth some things out, then things are going to get a little bit dicey. Before Christmas, I don't see why. Before maybe there's another shit. influx of players. Before Christmas. Oh, good Christmas, point. Yes. They, yeah. They yeah. Oh, yeah. need to have a few hot fixes in there. Yeah. No excuse. Ain't doing yeah. a goddamn thing. I agree. I don't think there's going to be <laughs> busy counting next year. <laughs> yeah. Bugs, maybe. I'll give you some bugs. They'll, they'll probably try to iron out some bugs, but as far as performance is concerned, they ain't doing diddly poo. True. You don't think that's going to end up running better by this time next year, Sean? I honestly don't think oh, so. Oh, man. They're going to have a DLC probably coming out for it, too. You figure they want, want it to run somewhat better. Well, they'll have another Pokemon game. Pokemon Go up your ass, too. And oh, all right. You put the Pokeball up there. And, okay. You know, very in very uh deep then game then, so. then you'll buy that game then right sean you'll definitely <laughs> get that game then that's a very inappropriate oj Gee. <laughs> pokemon anal my boy ain't nobody else suggested but you uh all right well uh I was like i'm playing co-op with pokemon up your ass don't worry guys <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see what they have for us like i said hopefully before the end of the year and christmas and all this uh evan we have any discord questions oh that was the last one earlier oh we're good yeah all right cool very good yeah, very sorry good. we spent an hour on pokemon my bad everyone no, I mean, not a lot of, this was a holiday week it's not like anything major <laughs> jordan hour well spent man i have topics in my stream and it just ends up being Pokemon the whole damn stream. <laughs> we ain't talking about no goddamn Pokemon on the after show. So unless you pay, if you pay, we'll talk Pokemon. Now they're gonna pay. You know that, right? Uh, hey, master that's plan. That's that. There's money. Forty chess. <laughs> you want to quickly touch on the the comments from Sakurai in his video about? Uh, it seemed like he's alluding to Kid Icarus Uprising getting. Some kind of port remaster treatment. Mm -hmm. he, uh, it was one of those. I mean, it felt kind of like the Nate tease randomly on his podcast, where he pretends like it's not happening and it actually is. So, uh, Kid Icarus Uprising that coming to the we we think that's coming to the Switch because I kind of think it is now. Like yes. the way he was talking about it, I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think it will. Um, we heard about Bandai Namco; they're working on a remaster. Mm -mm. You know, that could be it. The 3D remaster of a classic game i guess you can say it's classic at this point came out what 2011 for that game or 2012 yep for that game so and it's a classic franchise i mean that game's only had kid Icarus has only had three games i think yeah mm -hmm. nes nes game boy and then game boy that. and then uprising there's been like 30 well, the characters from oh, that gosh. series are known more for their smash appearances than anything else absolutely so you, guys think, you guys think under nda sakurai would have leaked that's kid the Icarus. interesting part isn't I it i don't i don't believe that at all i don't think it exists I don't that's, think it exists. That's the interesting part that he would do that on his YouTube channel. I don't know. He just I mean, said I, it was nice. Is that NDA? He doesn't uh, he doesn't answer to Nintendo. Yeah. He he doesn't work for Nintendo. He is he doesn't work for them. And he might not even be involved in this whole situation, this whole thing. Honestly. No, if this comment, if it is him teasing a game, then it was sanctioned by Nintendo to allow him to do this. This isn't him going on his YouTube channel to see if there's interest in such a project if the project exists his comments were approved by nintendo to be made and I mean, that's really all that's some 40 about. 40 chess there just to get people maybe maybe thinking about it a bit there people watch his channel 
I feel like people have been thinking about that for a while because that was a really good game that had a horrible control scheme that would literally a give stand you with it. A stand. Uh, literally <laughs> yeah. cripple your hand. But I mean, the online was super fun in that game too. Like all the different power-ups you could get and stuff. I loved playing that I game. I feel like that game looked really good for the 3DS. It looked better right. than Pokemon did. Oh, That's gosh. damn sure. <laughs> no, it did. It was, it was, a, it was a sharp looking game. Okay. All right. I, I thought I was remembering. I'm like that, that game almost looked like they were even making it for something other than 3DS, and they were like, let's let's fit it on the 3DS now because it did look visually impressive. Remember the first time they showed it at an E3? I almost thought it was a Wii game there for a minute when they were showing some of the cutscenes and stuff. But uh, that that's one that would definitely benefit from the uh, the additional controls of the Switch along with the. I mean that that probably. 1080 60 probably smooth it out look really nice whoa, overall. Whoa, let's, let's calm down down over there buddy 700p and you'll like it yeah. uh, i uh, i'm hopeful for it i would like this it, it sold over a million copies on the 3ds so it's not like it didn't sell anything so i think it could get the nice the switch effect and and actually probably did pretty well on the switch so do it sakurai or do it nintendo I mean, if, if, done. if Sakurai shows up after all this stuff he's done, <laughs> smash it, and he's like, hey, can we port Kid Icarus? Can we greenlight that thing? Would Nintendo really go, no? We need to. We need to have it. Kid Icarus needs another chance after what the situation that happened on the <laughs> I feel like Nintendo would be like, yeah, whatever. All right. Get, call up Bandai. Let's make it happen. That, that's so who we many... work with. He'd probably work with Bandai. So I've never seen so many people online say they want something. When it comes time to buy it, they literally know where it's <laughs> I can pick one. I'll pick up a copy. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, bring back Kid Icarus at E3. I have to make a Metroid so. Dread joke there. I could feel it. On the <laughs> I, wish, I wish it sold as much as Metroid Dread. Hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sold Metroid Dread numbers. We, well, we have another Kid Icarus by There'd now. There'd be a new Kid Icarus by now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it did. Dude, uh, it took Kid Icarus 10 years to sell 1 million. <laughs> You know, Nate, I like that. I like God that. Damn it. People are. How is this benefiting you? What? Oh, the Pokemon talk donations for Pokemon talk. My stream. <laughs> the after show. show. God the damn after it. Show. You got to go see Sean in the after show and bug him. Make him yell at his, <laughs> yell his mic about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i actually like the idea of nintendo uh interacting a bit there in the background nate like you're suggesting with sakurai to uh to to, to hint at that it's the uh, only way the comment makes sense yeah because if he's just out there going rogue and saying it and this project is in fact in development then nintendo's not going to take too kindly to that comment then what are they going to so, say to him <laughs> right it's, it's sakurai he's gonna he's gonna show up and yeah have not, i guess what i'm doing next week if he has knowledge of the project, he'd be under NDA. I mean, yeah. you say Even that he's John not directly Berlo involved with it. He'd be he has knowledge due to its development situation. Mm. So he would be under an NDA there. So the only way his comment came out is that it's Nintendo saying, put it out there. Let's just get some talk around this project sure. behind the scenes. If in fact it is in development. Now, if there's nothing in development, it's just an innocent comment. That means the equivalent of nothing. Yeah, he. It's I mean, more he, than he, likely the former that the game is in development and Nintendo is just putting out a little bit of a tease to get people going because we know Nintendo teases games in games all the time. Yep, yep, yep. And that's all it, this is. It's a little think, more special. And think about the stuff he sat on for the Smash characters like Sora. Like, mm -hmm. you think he would, he wouldn't be able to hold back about Kid Icarus? Yeah, that's yeah. So that I like that idea though, Nate. They kind of throw it out there as like a little 
YouTube Sakurai channel Easter egg just to get people He's talking about it. He's been talking about Kid Icarus a lot. His last couple of videos. He's used a lot of clips. This last yeah. one was all about the difficulty system yeah. from the one before that. He's talked about it as well. Like he's he's discussed it quite a bit. I know he really loves Kid Icarus, though. Like that's like one of his favorite, you know, things that he that he worked outside, obviously Smash. But like Kid Icarus was a game that he like really really like put a lot of time and effort into to make you know the type of game working on a franchise that he likes because he, he likes the kid Icarus games like he liked it before and so so yeah i i, I hope it happens man because we, we need another chance we need another chance to support your boy pit you know pit outside of smash brothers inside outside of smash brothers <laughs> I've, I've never played uprising and i always hear Ooh. about it so i i play it very good well, don't you have a hack 3ds what, how dare you say true things to my face? Uh, I mean, yes, my brother in Christ just downloaded the shit. I think. Yeah, well, I've heard, and you guys can tell me uh, the truth about this. I heard the controls are really freaking weird on the uh, 3DS. They, yeah, they, but I mean, are. you're not they, paying for it. So okay, they're, they're, they're really weird. So th there's a couple ways that you can play. It. You can play it with the stylus, and then you can move the camera that way. Then use the D-pad for attacks and like the L button or whatever. That's or what I can, did. Or you can use it like me because my hands are too big and I just use the face buttons uh, to control the camera and then use the shoulder buttons or whatever for attacks and the analog stick for the movement. Uh, I think that way is better. It has a, like a hone-in hone in system, so it's not like you're going to be like flailing around and not being able to hit people because like you can like lock in and stuff. So. Oh, okay. But, but like the, the, the flying parts, the stylus is great for that. The stylus is actually really good for the flying parts. It does come with the stand, though. That's the funniest thing. Uh, John always talks about the stand. I don't know where mine's at, but it comes with this little stand if you want to put your Nintendo 3DS on it and then play it that way for, for at the time they said comfort. Yeah. And well, the reason why they never supported the Circle Pad Pro, because there was a dual analog, you know, thing for the regular Nintendo 3DS and then later got it said that the game uses up all the system resources, so they couldn't do Circle what? Pad What? That's hilarious. Pro. Is that true, MVG? Is that a true thing? Probably. I mean, if that's what they're saying, um, that's that, what that, he said. That, well, that's someone what in the chat named someone in the chat named Rhyme said that if you have a modded 3DS, you can actually download a Circle Pad mod for it. Nice. What? That. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah, do that. Okay. If you happen to have a, hack. a hacked 3DS, yeah. But I'm, oh, yeah. I'm Nintendo I, ain't selling 3DS games I, I got one there right there. Yeah. Allegedly, it's very easy to hack a 3DS. Allegedly. <laughs> Like, let me go over some of the super chats here. Mark says Awada single-handedly fixed Earthbound when the devs were having problems with it. I imagine he'd actually do something about Pokemon having performance issues. There, there was a new bust out the Ouija board. There was a there was a new oh post. My God. There was a new post that went up on uh, on Reddit, and someone actually dove into some of the stuff that was done with gold and silver, and they figured out that it wasn't necessarily uh, the compression that was done. Um, by Awada for it that made it work for its size, but actually for the speed of calling the sprites for the Pokemon. This is like two days ago. Someone looked into it and wrote this entire novel on Reddit and figured it out. It's kind of interesting. I want to look into that image. It's it kind of a cool thing that someone discovered just recently as to the, some of the accomplishments they're done. Awada was a legendary programmer before he was um, president. He's uh, awesome. Michael says, awesome why, did, why did my duck Pokemon turn into a dancing chicken? I know that was. I got quacky, got quackity as well. The, the name Quackers. Quacks. You could name. You could dancing. give him a nickname. Quacky <laughs> Chan. Koval. Kovala. I, I have the. I got the fire crocodile. Quackoval. So I have the quackoval. Oh I like. Gosh. I like how Kukaval. they put. I put like how they put Foy Coco on. Yeah. Four legs, right? But they couldn't keep Sprigatito on four legs. They, they yeah. just never do that. But 
It's ridiculous. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm like lukewarm and across the board. It evolves once. On him. It gets a hat, and then it evolves again. It turns into a fire skeleton crocodile. It's like, wow, that was yeah, quite the, the transformation there. Evolution, baby. Jeez. Yeah. I've seen the speedrunning community saying that Foycoco is too powerful. Like half of the gyms are weak to fire, so you could just literally beat the whole game in a couple hours with just that one Pokemon or something crazy. Yeah, the Nuzlocke community is like that's know, what it is. Like Nuzlocke, the broken Nuzlocke character ever. So yeah, that, yeah it does seem pretty thing. strong. I will say that it is messing some stuff up. This is from Patrick. Says it's December 2023, and they announced more DLC for Mario Kart 8. How are you feeling? No. Just, just excited. That's all. No, that's I mean, not happening. My, not happening. My girlfriend <laughs> loves Mario Kart. We play together. So, I mean, I, I don't hate these new maps, but man, I wish we'd get a new Mario Kart. Yeah, I think we're all ready for a new Mario Kart. I am ready. Yeah. I'm done with Mario Kart Eight. Whatever the next one is, it's yeah, it's gonna have to have some pretty, pretty high, uh, pretty high expectations. No, I no, it, no, it does. It doesn't got to even be as good as Mario. Kart. It just needs to be something different. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna sell okay. crazy numbers. I don't care at this point. I just want a different game. Uh, Dark type says, tried out a lot of the first party games and continue exploring Game Pass. What are your favorite co op and single player games to play on Xbox? Much love. Keep up the great work. I mean, for me, it's it's. Halo and Gears, uh, baby. Gears, Gears is good. The Sea of Thieves is still huge, but I just never got into Sea of Thieves. I have two. I, I have two. Check out Plague Tale Requiem. Excellent. You, you excellent game. Ah, no, I haven't. Okay. I haven't, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And the game that I wrote off last week, I'm I'm starting to enjoy. Stop, no, just stop right there. <laughs> Let them continue and run out silent. I, I played two and a half hours uh, when I was on holiday. I took my laptop and I could connect to xCloud and Pentiment on xCloud is, is, is probably the best way to play that game, honestly, because it's very, very slow. But um, I got into the story and uh, I'm enjoying the game. I think there's, uh, I think Nate was right and uh, I will take the L. I think it's a good game. Okay. I have an amazing joke, but but it's definitely an after-show joke. Okay, there you go. Put a pin in that one. <laughs> Avedon Smith says, what's up, Spawncast? Shout out to Avedon. What's up, Avedon? Link what up? says, hey, guys, I recently got back into buying physical media, so gaming, but also 4K Blu-ray movies, and I love it. Just wondering, do you all buy, still buy 4K <laughs> movies? I don't know, Jordan. You still buy 4K <laughs> movies? <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. Show. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't get any... You didn't get any any on Black Friday? Well, here's the thing. So the deals for that kind of stuff, it's either on the recent few months of new releases, which I probably already picked up on release day, or it's a bunch of the same stuff that's always been on sale for the past decade for physical media for movies. And I, I already have it. So there's no there's very rarely a deal that I have to jump on for that. So Okay. But yes, I have a that that's my biggest collection of anything is uh physical movies. Ryland says, been loving your channel, Spawnway, very much. Are uh, opinionated on one console or another. FYI, I'm a Nintendo fan. There, I said it. Uh, are opinionated on one console or another. I have opinions about all consoles now. Uh, uh, Pyro says, this is the best time to buy LG C1 before they're gone. Yeah, that was, there was one point where someone had it up for 50% off a C1. Like really? A thousand dollars for a sixty-five inch C one, which is Ooh. insane. It's a great deal. Where yes. Was that at? Uh I think it was either Target or Best Buy. I saw some people tweeting about it and they went fast. They were gone yeah, like I almost did. immediately. Uh, I mean that's a good that's a good pickup. The C one, 
awesome TV. I know they did like a C2 and they're doing see it, it's, a, it's a very good TV for gaming. Yeah, honestly, these OLEDs, these LGs, man, you can pick up any of the CX, C1, all and they're all good for a while, man. They got good, great technology built into them. That's what I grabbed. I grabbed an OLED uh, 58 inch. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Jonathan says, any of you ever enter any video game tournaments? Oh, uh, yes. Lots. <laughs> yes. I used to play Smash, Smash tournaments quite a bit. Kept getting annihilated getting... by that one kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to my locals and there used to be like this 14 year old that was just really good and he would beat my ass. Like. <laughs> And it was worse because we would both do Sheik. So I was a Sheik main in Smash 4 and we would both play as Sheik. So I'd get to like top eight and then all of a sudden he would just, we'd always match up and this little 14 year old would just beat my ass in Smash Smash 4. It was kind of, I was like old already. I was like, this is, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> I, I won a lot of Halo tournaments. I've played in and won a lot of Halo tournaments, specifically Halo 1 because it just came down to pistol sniping. Uh, and also, we would glue a stopwatch to your controller because it was 90 seconds for any pickup. So you'd like oh, to pick, yeah. up, pick up like a overshield of the rocket launcher and press the timer <laughs> and do a lap. Uh, so yeah, I won a, uh, won a lot of Halo tournaments. But also, I think tournaments back then were different because there was no online. So like, you if you have friends to practice with, you smoke all the normies. Why are you putting pictures of uh, Sean eating a pickle in chat? I don't know what you're uh, talking about. This it's from emblem it says what's a good movie to start for the christmas holidays i say die hard wife says elf what's yours we just watched krampus elf this is really good die hard we just watched home, home alone tonight i watched uncle buck it's it's kind of holiday yeah uncle um, Buck's good. i watched the new guardians special the holiday special is it good i've heard good things it's act it, it's it's pretty good it's 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 cute it's a cute little like 45 minute you know special I liked it. Fun Kevin Bacon stuff in that one. Callan says, glad to see you all this holiday weekend. Pokemon technically wasn't good, but I did really enjoy the design. Not the story, though. Hoping for a Christmas miracle patch and good DLC, like uh, Sword and Shield. Love you all. Thanks, Callan. Trevor says, the black and white Super Mario Edition new 3DS is for $100 back in 2016. Still the best Black Friday deal we've seen in a long time. Bro, I I wish I would have gotten in on because those fucking 3ds is worth so much money now and they were just giving them away 99.99 yeah keep get a couple of those boxed keep them yeah uh, zoob says i canceled my rog order in september and just reordered it 1050 dollars for an rtx 3060 i7 11 700 one terabyte ssd just need to upgrade the ram from 16 to 32 very nice yeah prices around pre-orders and video cards have really started to fall apparently this was a a pretty tough time for NVIDIA over the last couple months. So Justin says after DX, I'm hoping for an Explorers of Sky remake. Mystery Dungeon was a niche spinoff with some amazing games and rich story, but Sky was perfect. Yeah, I'll take a remake of those games of that generation go. of them. Ryukat says, can Game Freak port future Pokemon games to other consoles like they reach their technical limit with Nintendo consoles? Port future games to another. Oh no, no game. Stupid. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's partially owned by Nintendo, so it basically all the Pokemon games will just always be on Nintendo's platform. At this point, though, it seems like it's more Game Freak's development than yeah, anything they, else. So they haven't reached the technical limit when there's a bunch of games that launched on the Switch, launched that look way better than Pokemon Scarlet. So what limit have they reached? They don't. The problem, they still can't take advantage of the skill limit. Itself. 
Yeah, they, like would, they haven't reached yeah. the technical limit. Like you give them a PS5, they just blow it up. It's like giving like a child a Ferrari or something. They would like go to that. the PS5, they put it there, and Temtem would probably look better still. So, <laughs> uh, so they got they got some stuff they got to iron out. Disruptor says if there has to be a, be a new Pokemon game every three years, then maybe do the COD approach with two to three studios alternating the mainline games rather than just Game Freak. Well, that's kind of what the, it's kind of what they're what studios. That's kind of what they're talking about is, oh, what studio? Uh, Ilka did Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Arceus was still Game Freak. That's the thing, though, if, as you're saying, Jordan, if they just focus specifically on the mainline new generation game, if they have studios come in and just, just have literally bring... switch off. Who made those GameCube ones? Those guys are still around. Uh, they'd have to bring in those GameCube dudes. Um, like Game of Darkness and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did do that? That's right. I can't. It's been 30 you. years, though. All those, all those employees are dead. That's far uh, away. Not it wrong. would be Genius Sonority. That is the developer of the Gale of Darkness. Wow. So. Household names. Yeah, right? household. Rogue <laughs> <laughs> Street Grands is looking right now, I think. Oh, there we go. Hey, hey. They Redemption after Ark. Okay. Give it up to them. That's good. Good, good job um, there, Grove Street Games. They, although they only have 22 employees. So, mm. I mean, might be a problem. <laughs> oh, like, no, never mind. They'll fit right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Future, Future Millionaire says, pulled the trigger on an LG C2 55 inch from Amazon. Very nice. Very nice. Christy. Uh, Kong says, everyone should play Judgment. It's Stellar. Use Judgment uh, or P PC on PC? Stellar <laughs> Judgment. It's the best. And if you love it, they keep selling Judgment and Lost Judgment right now in a bundle for really cheap. So if you love any Yakuza game and you want like 200 hours of content, grab those. Then they follow up saying, would you rather be an NPC in Elden Ring or God of War? My God. God uh, of War, Elden at least Ring. you're... God, no. God of War, because at least you're alive. Elden Ring, almost everybody's a zombie. Mm. That's fine. Is it? Steve says, uh, what's up, everybody? Happy, happy belated Thanksgiving. Side note, let OJ host Newswave. One of these days. Just randomly, just, just OJ yeah. just pops up. I'm just there and I'm like, yo, Newswave. On April Fool's. You make yeah. each other's videos for that day. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Adrian says, talk Pokemon. Then no. Bryson says, what are your thoughts on Mick Gordon versus Bethesda? Team Mick Gordon, he brought receipts. Yeah, lots and lots he, of them. He did bring receipts, and Bethesda's like, believe us. <laughs> like That was kind of yeah. it. They just moved on. We got I, stuff. Don't worry. It's like Their statement was funny because they're like, we're really disappointed he said this. It's like, but is it wrong? Or <laughs> Yeah, I think most people, I, I, I would say I believe most people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on Mick Gordon's side right now. You got you to gotta show up with a bit more. I don't know. MG, what did you think about that? Uh, I'm I'm team Mick on this one, but um, I will say that Bethesda has about 45 lawyers on retainer, and that's no exaggeration. So that response that they came out with was carefully, carefully constructed, very well worded. And I think that probably what's going to come out of this is a settlement that we'll never hear about again. Mm -hmm. Okay, there you go. Then this is from... Demolition says, latest fix for Pokemon, maybe February or, or for Pokemon Home. Uh, I hope it doesn't go to February. I'd rather it be sooner rather than later. That feels like a wild Pokemon way. Pokemon Home fan? 
Uh, Chris says more Pokemon talk. And then Eric says, I'm just curious about the new Zelda. Nintendo cannot mess it up. A delay would suck, but they can't get away with a Pokemon situation. I, they're playing that game over and over again. I, I don't, I, that, that game's not coming out until it's ready. <laughs> so, and it's next year, May. We'll see. Is I want to ask the question. Should we be? Should we? Questions, man. Get those brain cells moving. Monolith Soft is working. That's what Earth everyone said. Monolith Soft should help that. with the game. They are. So there's nothing to worry about, right? Because everyone yeah. was saying Monolith Soft should make Pokemon, and they're the ones that are helping with Tears of the King. So there's nothing to worry about. Monolith Soft is helping to develop. Are on the job. Don't always worry. <laughs> yum yum says I. I want Mario Kart Live, but the Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah, if you get too far away, it it, it starts kind of messing up. Unfortunately. Dark type says that's a two part super chat. Please read my membership chat as well. Gotcha, Dark type. And then good kid says Jordan thoughts on Ba Humduck, that old Looney Tunes Christmas special. I don't I, have many opinions because I, I don't can't even recall that one. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest Looney Tunes fan. Like I, like I said in my recent video, I enjoy it, but I'm not like a diehard Looney Tunes guy. Okay, I need to figure out where the membership thing is for that, like, to see what their message is. We'll work on that one. Let's go, let's talk about this Microsoft, Sony stuff, because this is, <laughs> this is getting weird, some of the, the kind of what they're mentioning back and forth. I mean, it was already kind of weird, because they basically just keep burying themselves over and over again. Mm -hmm. And now you got, like, EA is, is catching some, some fire from Sony for some reason. What are they saying that Battlefield can't compete throwing that franchise completely under the bus? Just no, no issue at all with that one. But we have Sony heavily pushing back against Microsoft when it comes to Call of Duty specifically. They don't care about anything else. It's just Call of Duty. But they said Microsoft claims that Nintendo's differentiated model demonstrates that PlayStation doesn't need Call of Duty to compete effectively. But this reveals Microsoft's true strategy. Microsoft wants PlayStation to become like Nintendo so that it would be a less close and effective competitor to Xbox, saying that Xbox would become the one-stop shop for all best-selling shooter franchises on console, and it would then be free from serious competitive pressure, which they seem to bring up the result of that being Microsoft would raise prices on their consoles and games. Yeah, their statements I, are weird. Well... That one's particularly strange because that's what Sony did in the last two years. <laughs> they raised price on games. They raised price on their consoles. <laughs> that being more recent games, obviously, it starts generation. So that obviously people are looking at this a bit sideways when they say these kinds of things. But is is this statement that Microsoft is trying to turn strategies to make PlayStation like Nintendo? Is that an insult to Nintendo or is that them? praising nintendo existing on their own i'm not really sure how to read that statement I, from sony i took that as because I, I made a video yesterday yesterday about that statement and a lot of their statements i think that sony and microsoft because i read their 70 pages of court documents they're both trying to appear small and weak so they're saying a lot of weird stuff sony is trying to say that if activision got bought then sony's just going to instantly die and microsoft is trying to act like they're small and weak so they released a statement saying our games suck like if you actually yeah. go to page 59 <laughs> they literally said look at all these award-winning playstation games how do we compete with that call of duty so i think a lot of their statements even 
hyping up Nintendo are just so out of the blue. They don't make any sense. Yeah, I I don't really. I mean, it's it's basically lawyers talking back and forth with bullet points that they're given in information. So it doesn't seem to line up with anything we already know in gaming. Uh, so the idea of them turning PlayStation to Nintendo, the only way I can read that is they want PlayStation to do their own blue ocean strategy. But I mean, Microsoft's making games that would directly compete with what PlayStation's doing anyway. I don't know that this whole, that whole thing just sounds weird, but the biggest thing that's really going around now is that it seems the FTC might actually work to block the Activision deal, at least based on reports from Politico and apparently other sources that there's starting to be some rumblings that the FTC is not exactly going to go along with this as maybe as easily as Microsoft was hoping. I mean, it was going to be easy in the first place, but maybe some aggression from the FTC over this whole thing. So I'm, I'm there's a few things I'm curious about here. One, is this something that could potentially throw a wrench in Microsoft's plans that could push this out beyond their projected closing date? The latest being June, 2023. And two, let's say worst case scenario gets blocked. What, what exactly does that mean for gaming and Activision in general? I, I think like, cause this is what I said at the end of my video. I think, I do have a feeling this might get blocked. If you read a lot of the stuff, it's not that FTC thinks this will destroy gaming. It sounds like the FTC thinks that Microsoft in general is just growing too fast and they want to maybe block this deal to be the slap on the wrist. And if that happens, I think Microsoft is going to go on a buying spree. I think they're going to buy somebody like Capcom or something and be like, all right, we can't have Call of Duty. Do we want exclusive Resident Evil and exclusive Devil May Cry and something? I, I don't know. I think they're going to make multiple $22 billion purchases instead of one $70 billion purchase. Is that is that the belief right now? Let's say it happens, it gets blocked. Microsoft just goes, just literally just goes crazy and starts writing checks for smaller studios than Activision. Uh, I think I, I agree with Max, honestly. I think I think that's something that Microsoft would do. You think they would just get aggressive and just say, you know what? Well, I mean, Capcom's ours now. Capcom, Square Enix, Platinum. I mean, the choice yeah. is yours. Well, the, the thing's interesting is there was so much talk that Capcom was almost bought by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, Capcom almost bought everyone. Like, Spawncast was almost bought, right? <laughs> Their deal for that. Like, Microsoft, there's rumors about Microsoft buying everything. Yeah. 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 But the, the Capcom ones. Uh, seem to be more substantial than like the others which is interesting it was before monster hunter world came out so i assume capcom's worth a lot more now than they were before monster in, in a pre monster hunter world uh, uh it's worth a lot resident yeah. evil mm, resident mm -hmm. evil monster hunter man they've got a lot yeah, street yeah. fighters back street fighters back now street yep. fighters just worth a lot just in general even if street fighter 5 you know wasn't very great the new one's gonna sell a ton They've got Capcom's worth a lot, you know. Yeah, they're, they're worth quite a bit. And, but and then you also have to navigate Japan, though. That is also like they have their own built-in government, like stepping in if they feel like, especially a foreign business, an American business coming in. There's already laws and stuff set in place, so the resistance that they're seeing right now, and you might see some of that too if they started going into Japan and start doing stuff because you can't just waltz in there and st just start buying things. Like people, I know people like to think that you can. Twitter will tell you that. But you can't when it comes to that type of stuff. So that would get resistance and there'd be a lot of stuff there too. Hell, I think Sony might even say something there as well. 
Like, like wait a minute. Monster Hunter? No. Resident Evil? No. <laughs> Sony might even step in there too. FTC might step in with that one as well, man. Like, well, well you, can't, you can't have all that too. <laughs> what, were you, what were you saying, uh, Nate? The thing with this deal is, is if it gets blocked, which is still a huge if, the political report was really just citing sources that aren't directly related to the FTC. So it's not as though they had an inside report. They were very loosely saying it's likely, which essentially boiled down to nothing. But in this case, if the deal's blocked, Microsoft is going to have a lot of cash that they're looking to spend. And they have one of two options. They can look at smaller companies and say, we'll just buy up a whole bunch of indie, low-tier third-party publishers and developers. And those type of deals aren't going to get scrutinized the same way as this Activision deal. So they're going to be quicker to process. They're going to get approved a lot faster. Or they can look at what Sony's been doing and say, you don't like the fact that we want Call of Duty, but you have no problems going to Square Enix, Capcom, Konami, and signing 18-month, 24-month timed exclusives. We're going to do the exact same thing. And if you go to Square Enix and you want Final Fantasy 17 to be exclusive to your platform for two years, we'll come in with a much bigger bag and we'll say, we want it exclusive for two years. And now it's going to come down to Square saying, do we side with loyalty and stick with Sony? Or do we take the money and go with Microsoft? But Microsoft may now explore that avenue if this deal is blocked. Sony is playing a dangerous game here. They're provoking Microsoft in a way they may not be fully aware of. And I wouldn't want to really poke the bear in this case. Because if Microsoft wants to be petty, just as this is a this is hyperbole, this is a very extreme take, the deal's blocked. Microsoft goes right to Activision and says, we only want to buy Call of Duty along with Infinity Ward. What grounds will Sony have to block that sole deal? As here is saying. Just one game. Or what's, what's going to stop Microsoft from saying, we want a 10-year exclusive right to Call of Duty. Activision takes the deal. Sony, what's Sony's rebuttal? You can't take timed exclusives? Well, you do, you do it all the time, Sony. I thought this was fair game. I thought this is how the industry worked. The deal for probably the ease of the, the whole industry should go through. There's really nothing here that's going to make Microsoft some sort of juggernaut. And you've already had Phil Spencer come out and say, we offered Sony 10 more years of Call of Duty beyond their exclusive agreement, which expires in, what, two to three years. Yeah. They would, they would still have the game into mid-2030. That's 2035. It's a long time from now. And then a new deal can be addressed and negotiated. Sony just does not like the idea that they may potentially lose a game that they right now have the marketing deal on that drives a lot of PlayStation Plus subscriptions. And that scares them that in 12 years, 13 years, maybe it won't be there for them anymore. But who's to say Call of Duty is going to be a juggernaut in 2034? Yeah, I, but you figure Sony would at least be able to come up with something by 2034 to to at least fill that that space on their console. Well, like, that, it, it's incredible to me that they're like, we can't do it even if we had 10 years of time. Yes, and you nailed it. That's the specific thing. An official legal Sony statement is we cannot make a shooter as good as Call of Duty. And it's weird they said that 
because there's freaking Bungie right there. They just bought Bungie. It's like the guys who invented Halo are right there making a good game. I don't know. Or, or they still own SOCOM. I don't know. Just crazy. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why, like, Sony, they've done so many things, like Nate was saying, you know, when it comes to exclusivity, when it comes to buying things. And then now when someone tries to compete, it's a problem because they're not going to get most of the money. But, I mean, obviously, Call of Duty makes way more money than a lot of these other games like that we could talk we're talking about here but i don't know man um i wish i wish they just thought the deal go through because there's there's a lot of silliness come out of coming out of this you know max i saw your video i've seen some stuff online about it there's a lot of really silly stuff you know like oh they want us to be nintendo like they're just being stupid at this point i know they're trying to argue their own points but goodness gracious man like what <laughs> You know, yeah, at the end of it, you don't have resistance as if you don't have resistance as if you don't have all these other games that you could do as if you can't make as if you didn't just buy Bungie like that. You just bought Bungie. They make Destiny like that's not a that's not a slouch, you know, like, come on. (laughs) And that's the thing is that like you have the rumors out there right now that Bungie is making a new marathon. Yeah. So that's very likely to stay sony and pc exclusive very unlikely it's going to go to xbox now they not they're not going to announce that detail now because microsoft can use that against them mm-hmm. in these court proceedings but microsoft is still out there saying we're going to treat call of duty like minecraft we want it on as many platforms as we can put the game on and sony is still continuing this narrative of they're taking it away from us microsoft staying there putting it on their plate saying we're serving you the game they won't feed us but we are but they won't let us eat we're giving you the utensils. Eat the fucking game. No, they, they won't give it to us. This narrative is just ridiculous. They Sony don't want is it on Game worst Pass, enemy mate. in this case. They don't, they don't want it on Game Pass. That's, that's, that's the key thing here. The same co- That's the thing. Sony has also put in contracts with games. You can't put that game on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They have blocked third-party games from going to a service that Microsoft would pay the publisher money to put the game on the service. So Sony's going out of their way to prevent certain releases on other platforms, but when it comes time to hit them, it's whoa. This no is based in an hypocrisy going on here. I'm so really asking. Bro, Honestly, that reminds me of that bully. Y'all ever I said this, y'all ever had that bully at school that sits there, likes to beat people up, say whatever he wants, and then the and for years, and then you get a, bit, a little bit bigger. And the minute he does something to you, you kick him in the mouth, then he goes runs and tells the yard aid. I've had that happen to me. Somebody says like ass for two, three years. And then I finally know some martial arts, learn some kung fu, kick him in the face, then all of a sudden he wanna go cry. I didn't say nothing the whole years. Now you got something to say. That that's kinda how I feel Sony is right that now. To be fair, you kicked him in the face. Years. Yeah, you're damn right. I freaking switch sweet chin music him dead in the face. <laughs> I've always been Michaels, a, but black, little, and I kicked him. Yeah, damn right yeah. I did. And he deserved little, every bit of it. I was a little bitch the whole I had to have my pack of nerds that would like throw magic the gathering cards. I was so tiny in high school. I even oh, told my mom, I said, man. Mom, I sweet chin music him. My mom said, What is sweet chin music? And I showed her when Shawn Michaels was on. She's like, Oh, she's like, she said, Good job. I was like, Good. He's messing with me. He's de- causing me depression. This is what Sony's doing. They're out here bullying people around, always buying stuff, Final Fantasy, all these different things. And then when it comes time, keeping games off a of Game Pass? What? 
Come on, man. That's 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 so that's so fraudulent. I don't know, man. I, well, I just find that as weak. I I think, and this is my own speculation. I do kind of think it's funny that Sony, for the last ten years, oh yeah, about ten years now, has been buying marketing contracts. You can only say like best on PlayStation in the commercial, and then they bought exclusivity, where the company is still completely third-party, but the game only exists on PlayStation and PC. And Microsoft is finally like, we'll just buy the whole studio. And they're like, you're not playing fair. It's like, yeah. you, you've been doing this for 10 years, and it worked. Look how ahead you are. No, so is Jim is Jim Ryan the one who makes decisions for what's no. going on with this kind of stuff? No. no. Okay. He's he, he I mean he's the he's the figurehead. He types the stuff. Well, he probably he puts his name they put his name on stuff. I <laughs> <laughs> don't think they like he types it up or anything. But it's uh I, well it's gonna be a while before this deal goes through. It might actually go past that June twenty twenty three expected time to close. So I I always said this was gonna be a, a bumpy road. <sighs> At the start, I mean I remember I got I got like criticized for saying that, you know, Microsoft has a history of running companies into the ground. And I think there's a lot of people that are very concerned about this deal and they're doing their due diligence on it. And I think the people that are opposing this deal outside of Sony have every right to do so. Microsoft has had that history. They've had antitrust issues in the past. They bought companies like Skype and Mixer, LinkedIn, all those things. And hey, Mixer's doing well. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the history of this stuff isn't great. And I think, you know, um, this deal was never going to be smooth sailing. And I think it's going to take a little long. I do think it's going to go through, um, but there will be concessions. And whether that is Call of Duty is out of the, 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 the conversation, I don't know. Maybe they just have to hand Call of Duty back for this deal to go through. It's possible, right? Um, but, I mean, the other thing is they may ask for Call of Duty in perpetuity, you know? Um, but I, I also think that, Maybe that not that maybe that's not going to be enough for Sony as well because I think ultimately they want to block Call of Duty on Game Pass on day one. I think that's the key thing that they're trying yep. to stop. I I saw that the Activision one of the uh, Activision higher ups had said they're going to fight really hard basically to make sure this deal goes through, and it made me think: what happens to Activision if this deal does not go through? The company how, folds how, within eight months. Yeah. How, how bad will this hurt them? You said you, you think the company folds in less than a year. Yes. Because I, as an investor, now have no faith in the company. They were going to buy you at your highest. The yep. deal didn't go through. Why am I, as an investor, going to stay invested in the company? I'm never getting a deal that good again. It's over. That's a good point. Activision's already come out saying, even though we make a lot of money on Call of Duty, the way the costs continue to inflate each release... This is not sustainable for the long term. They're aware that this ship is temporary, that it is sinking, and they're just kind of gliding right now. But the investors will pull out their money if the deal dies, and Activision is probably going to shutter within 12 months. Wow. So then what happens? Mm. Are they going to sell off like what we've seen with Warner Brothers and stuff? We're going to sell off studio and IP? Mm -hmm. Yes. So Microsoft come in and buy them anyway. <laughs> Does, we'll does see, that, I mean, that would be the that would be an interesting case if it is blocked and all of a sudden they're selling these things bit by bit. You're going to have a bidding war for Call of Duty and Infinity Ward come down to Microsoft and Sony again. Yeah, but who's going to win that? Might figure it'd be Microsoft. Microsoft's to be like, we're, well, we're just going to drop ten billion on Call of Duty. What now? Basically, is what they're going to do. So, one, well, I'm, I'm kind of interested because this is also what I said at the end of my video yesterday, which is that 
I'm kind of curious what happens to the Blizzard side, because I'm a huge, huge fan of Diablo and World mm. of Warcraft. So I'm kind of curious when the company starts splintering, what if they don't keep Blizzard as a big chunk? And what if they just sell StarCraft to the Age of Empires people and sell World of Warcraft to NetEase or something? Like, I think that's what's going to happen is they're just going to start breaking it off into billion dollar chunks. Mm. They're going to get that 70 billion somehow. <laughs> yeah, equal. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of workforce there. Certainly knows what they're doing, but a lot of intellectual properties. Wow, that'd be mass. That'd be that would be a bigger shift in gaming than if Microsoft bought them if they had mm -hmm. to dissolve. That'd be huge. So I in that case, I actually I hope the deal goes through. So but we'll. Uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. Let me go over here. I did find the, uh, the here we go the dark type message for the membership shout out dark type saying hello spawncast just wanted to mention i have finally gotten my first ever xbox console for black friday that being the xbox series s i'm so excited to say play it okay good fucking <laughs> that, play it is that what he said i think it just says two and it stops right there uh, <laughs> well that he said the rest is he said the rest is the super chat. He said it's a two part. Oh, OK, cool. Oh, that's right. Yep. They asked about the single player multiplayer games. All right. Good. I thought he was excited. He was so excited that he stopped typing and he went to go play it. Like, that's, <laughs> hey, that's hey, there we go. There we go. That's a real it's, gamer. Uh, hey, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to check out there on Game Pass. This is your first Xbox goes all the way back to the original Xbox on there. Even check out Fable and all that good stuff. So let me see. We have. Some super chats to finish up. Z asks, what's your game of the year? Elden Probably Ring. Elden Ring. I do think God of War is one of the best stories I've I've ever experienced, but man, it's Elden Ring's universe is so good. Trevor. I will make my decision in a week. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Next week I will have the the final the verdict will be in next week. Yes. After Just we the beginning of December. After we beat Callisto, I thought about that. I'm like, can I wait? Can I wait till I guess I can because the Game Awards delayed. Can I do that? Well, I mean, it's the Game Awards panel, but fuck the Game Awards. Of course you can. Well, we're picking yeah. between yeah. what the did not set the timeline. If the game yeah. didn't, if the game comes out before the end of the year, it should be eligible. Mm. Yeah, and you're allowed to have a game of the year outside of those dudes that just randomly pick we don't even know how they pick what they're doing well i mean picking from what their nominees are which one's gonna win through their nominees um, you can pick your own game of the year john that's true we do have plenty of time need for speed on bounds yeah. out next week you never know pick sifu for best fighting game true there we go there we go i'm playing dead cells right now you know what this is my game of the year Michael says, it has been a while. I just got here. It is so great to be back. I can't believe I finally made it back. Thanks for everything you do. Sean, John, OJ, Max, Nate, Jordan, Evan, and MVG. Shout out to Michael. Thank you. I'm going to do the hand heart just for you, Michael. Chris says, it's time to get rid of Jim Ryan. That's the problem. It does kind of seem like it. it sucks. Is it? Yeah, yeah. He I don't know not, if that's going to fix I don't know if that's going to fix he's not. He's not helping things. Yeah, it can't, exactly. It can't get worse. I mean, it probably can. But. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, no, I redact that statement. So going to clip that. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> yeah. Two years from now. It can't get worse. And then it's like Sony releases fart controller. I don't know. The, pro the problem is he doesn't come off at all as a gamer, even though he, he tries to fake it sometime. And you can see him with he has that headset on. He just looks so uncomfortable <laughs> being there.
He's always like, like, hello, it is I, the video games. <laughs> dude, he just does not want to be there. And his uh, when he holds the controller, it looks awkward. He just he's the numbers guy, right? That, that's kind of it. So maybe it was just easier to, uh, I guess, to relate to like Shuhei and all of them when they were more front and center or late or any of them. So, <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> yeah well it's also some of those other people had a more tenured vibe like don't y'all agree some of the older playstation like sean Leighton and stuff not only did they seem like gamers but they'd been there a while like jim ryan kind of feels like he just fucking walked in and was like hey let's jack up the price of the there. ps5 he's been there for so long though i know but i don't know he he feels like a newbie even yeah though i get what you're the, saying he's just more hard edge about it you know he's like the price is up He's a numbers that's guy. It. That's he, it. He's, yeah. a business, he's a business guy. He's a numbers guy. Layden was, I mean, Layden was as well, but Layden also had um, the developer kind of side to him. He loved um, some of the uh, creative studios that they were doing cool things uh, like Bib Ribbon and stuff like that. You know, um, Ryan is just a numbers man. That's that's all. Pen, uh, 10 asks Sonic Origins 50% off worth it or wait for physical? Wait, Origins? 50% or, off. Well, Origins isn't getting a physical. Oh, there you go. My knowledge. I mean, half off. Might be time to make it's a move. It's not great, though. Yeah, that's the only issue. There's a lot of, there's a lot of problems with it. Grab uh, Frontiers, baby. <laughs> Michael says, is there an after party again tonight, please? Who is going to be there? Jordan, are you going to be there? Uh, actually, I can go over to Sean here, who can, uh, who can tell us. Yeah, we'll run that after show for a little bit. Um, I'll drop the channel link in there now. Make sure you subscribe. I go live a couple times a week. I actually did two streams besides this one this week, which is what you had to hide twice. No, just Friday. Um, the other one was just a Tuesday stream. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, come through, hang out. We'll be talking some bullshit for a little bit. All right, that'll work. That'll work. And uh, I did see. Uh, Damn, two from... accounts got in here at once. Double bots. They waited till you promoted the after show. John, uh, over on uh, the, the Super Chat, John says, please send me a link to the Discord. Hashtag Patreon member. Not how that works. If you are a Patreon member, you just have to make sure your account's linked to your Discord account, and you'll just be in the server. Oh, okay, cool. Easy enough. So you just link it to the Patreon account, and you'll just be in the Discord server. That's yep. it. I think there's a sticky post on our uh, Patreon that tells you how to do that. Okay. Easy. All right. Easy enough. Good, good. And let me go around here. We've got Sean, of course, with after show. Let me go over to OJ, Player Essence. Where can everyone find you? Yeah, you find me right here on YouTube. Got a cool video talking about Pokemans, Pokemon, uh, Scarlet and Violet, patch stuff that could potentially come out, detailing more of what they've done with previous games. So if you want to check that out. Also got controller stuff that I'm doing next week and some other bigger videos. So if you like that, and I stream daily. So if you like all that, like talk about RPGs, Nintendo, and stuff like that, uh, check out the channel. Also run the uh, the, the pre-show, Spawncast pre-shows, so yeah, there as well. Awesome. Let me go over to MVG. Where can we find you, dude? Yeah, thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Um, I have two videos coming out next week, so uh, check out the channel. Ooh, Nate and videos. I will probably do an episode, Nate. We're doing an episode, I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah, so uh, check out Nate the Hate as well. All right, Nate, why don't you tell them where they can find you too, since he's segued into you. As you can find me on YouTube on at Nate the Hate and on Twitter at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two. As MVG said, we will have a new episode next week. We are also 
exploring the idea of doing a new series of topics on the channel something i will be discussing with mvg in the very near future so that's something hmm. to look forward to it may launch in december we may hold it till january that's something that i am still working on the specifics of all right all right go over here to jordan fringe where can i find you uh you can find me either jordan fringe or jordan fringe gaming on youtube uh, i want to say thank you for four hundred and twenty-five thousand subscribers i'm very grateful oh, ooh, uh wow. for the uh for checking out the content and by the time Crazy. we hit spawncast next week uh fringe will have started <laughs> um which if you last year i did fringe mist it means that from december 1st to the 25th i will have 25 videos every single day you know well 25 videos in total a video every single day. day wow yeah that'd be ridiculous <laughs> um so yeah i appreciate it thank you for all the support and uh hopefully i can make it through another fringe miss then let me go over to max uh, youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh, I have two videos coming out this next week. I'm going to be reviewing or at least trying to check out uh, Need for Speed Unbound. And then I do have a deep dive review for Callisto Protocol coming out. So, uh, holy heck, it's going to be nightmare inducing good time. Okay. And Evan. Oh, you can find me on Twitter, Kimmerx Project. If I'm doing anything, I think this week we're going to be doing hopefully streams of the shirt design, trying to finish that up. Uh, maybe and i guess hopefully we'll be i'll be doing some stuff for my youtube channel not sure i'm working with uh some buddies on some things coming up in the next couple of months so that might be fun okay all right it's gonna do it for the spawn cast thanks everyone for tuning in we're back here next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time actually we'll be able to talk about callisto need for speed all kinds of stuff happening so it should be should be a lot of fun we'll catch you guys then